This is the first uh, Thunderdome version of the Quincy Jones show. Uh, now, normally, you know, oh, we, yeah. we, we get together, we're in the same room or at least in the, within the same uh, facility. No more than six feet, of course, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. uh, I will say that, uh, of course, you know, Doc had a little uh, allergy flare up, so he wanted to be on the safe side. I respect it. You know what I mean? A lot of stuff going yeah. on in the, in the world right now. But this is the Quincy Jones show, man. Uh, it's your host, Quincy Jones. Yeah, you Go. know what it is. And, and uh, the best tag partner mm-hmm. ever. You know what I mean? I got Doc Lesnar on the line. What's going on, sir? Yo, what up, Hip Hop Hybrid? As he said, allergies did flare up, but nothing that can put me on the map for three count. Nothing could ever do that. Not even in your wildest dreams, McFly or Jones Go. Whoever thinks they can step up to the plate, I'm, I'm here. You know, I mean, we, we I, do our due diligence. Go home. I mean, you know. Not even that WAP could put you down. No, <laughs> I'm just fucking around. I, I know, I know, I know. You're a married man. I'm Are just, they signed to the roster? <laughs> I'll take the WAP for two hundred. Uh, but you know what? Wop uh, says we, we got we got a little bit of news here. Not a whole lot. We usually have a little bit of everything all, all across the the world, a little across the pond, as well as mm-hmm. all the way back up to uh, you know whether it's New York or Jacksonville nowadays, however you want to call it. Uh, but I only got a little bit here. Uh, well, for, first, first and uh, foremost, I think uh, congratulations is in order. As uh, Bobby Lashley, WWE champion, Lashley, 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 Lashley. 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 <laughs> Lashley. Oh man, I love that you sent me that, man. No, I had to. I was, dude. I wanted to download it just so I could post it, but it was, you know, you know, these celebrities they put their their videos on private, and all of a sudden it just. I can't get no access. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't speak on it. Can't, I don't know. Can't, can't talk about my sources, but I will say this. It was a lovely sight to see. You love to see it. Uh, uh, you know, I, I know it was 29 days last year in 2020 for Black History Month. It must have been extended two more extra yes. days this year as we got the excellence, the almighty Bobby Lashley, the third, only the third African-American WWE only. champion next to The Rock, next to Kofi Kingston. That's all we got, man. I mean, but you know what? I'm hoping this isn't a transitional thing. I'm hoping. Look, I love Drew. I love what Drew's done in the year's time. I think that he could still be a major player. He saw as many years left. He can get, you know, be woven in and out of the main event picture, you know, come SummerSlam, whatever, right? I really hope they're not going to book him to win that title back for Mania. Mm-hmm. And again, nothing, nothing against him, but... You know, a lot of people think so because they're going to have a little bit of fans, supposedly is the word. And they felt, you know, Drew was a little bit cheated out of his uh, WrestleMania moment at the Performance Center, you know, last year. So they, everyone's thinking they might give it to him. But uh, I'm like, you know, you kind of, your whole moment. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like his moment. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's the smart play. Like, I feel like his moment, you know, they always say his moments. Like, I feel like his moments have been not only just winning, but carrying the torch the entirety of the year you know what i mean and 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 just 
I mean, I feel like he did a really good job. I feel like he did a really good job. A lot of people feel a little different, but I mean, he had a lot of, I mean, just the stuff he had with Randy. I mean, and that's I agree. Just, that's not even including the other stuff with Dolph, with Kofi, with Andrade. You know what I mean? So he, he did his, you know, he did the best. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know who else that title would have been safe with during that time. It definitely would have not made sense to put it on Brock. We would have never seen it. Um, not many other people could say they would have been able I to agree. during that whole time. So I give him that. But again, shout outs to Bobby Lash. You don't want to make this a, you know, entirely a, a free campaign. If the Hurt Business wants to hit us up. Lashley. 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 But you know what? I got uh, you. Because it's a, it's a great thing, man. It's a great thing. I mean, like, I, I agree with you. Um, no hate on Drew. Yeah. And no hate on Drew. No hate on Drew. But um, I don't know if I need to see him win it a third time in a year. You know what I'm saying? I think it's Lashley's time right now. I think we all know what the big money match would be, but I'm going to leave it there. So Yeah, a lot of people were hoping that this wasn't going to be like a, a situation where they're like, uh, I, you know, just trying to just not, not necessarily save face, but like, like, oh, okay, you know what? If we can get the belt back on Drew, then we can hot shot it back to Randy and then have him tie up Triple H finally. It's like, nah, bro, we're past that. We can't be doing that right now. You know what I mean? He, it, it, no, I, I understand no, we're trying to, you know, we're, we're trying to pack the stats, but it's like, come on, bro. Uh, we, we, we gotta, we, we need to be making new stars. That's what we gotta be doing. Bobby Lashley's mm-hmm. in his 40. Bobby yeah. Lashley is, is what, what, what they say, 48? Bro, you wouldn't even know he was yeah. 48. Oh, insane. Um, but yeah, hats off. Yeah, hats off, no, no, real talk. You know what I'm saying, yeah, mm-hmm. he 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 earned that. Same way Drew earned it. You know what I'm saying? Came back mm-hmm. same way. Yep. You know, similar journeys. I ain't gonna lie, man. But uh, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to Bobby Lashley. Shout out to the Hurt Business. And shout out to myself, along with Mac Lowe and, and Brian uh, Andrews, who literally had this talk two days before this happened. So I like to think we had a little bit to do with that. You know what I mean? Hey. A little wishful thinking. Uh, you know, you build it, they will come. And this is the hurt business, baby. But uh, the era of the Almighty mm-hmm. has started. But you know what? A, a new era could be starting in wrestling. As you know, it was a, almost a year and a half ago. Now we, we, we've been doing. We had to change the format of the show. We were forced to because the inclusion of the Wednesday Night Wars. We used to just cover WWE. Mm-hmm. We used to we used to cover as much as we could with Raw. SmackDown NXT try to blend it as much as we could, but then we had to move the main roster aside and let them know what was. Yeah, good got our war. hands filled. Had had the war zone coverage, you know what I'm saying? But now it's seeming like the rumor is the war may be over, and as WWE looks to be moving NXT to Tuesday nights, have you heard about this? Uh yeah, you know what I I you had mentioned a little bit of it in the group chat. Uh, which had me raise an eyebrow because I was like, huh, I don't know if that means white flag, white flag. We can't continue to do this on a week to week basis because that's the one thing we've been saying is the way the reason NXT used to stand out besides the one hour is what they did with that one hour and how they rotated its its uh, talent. You know what I mean? And I feel like that way of showcasing and displaying new stars has suffered because they're worried about a week to week rating now. And so uh, it is very interesting uh, because that's certainly not what happened the first time the, the wars happened. Uh, it wasn't like you could just move to another, you know, day, but there also wasn't multiple shows uh, or they weren't as ample as they are now. So it is interesting and it'll be, it'll make our job easier. I'll say that. 
So I, I, I was thinking the same thing. We don't have to split up the time. I mean, we could, you know, watch one on one night, one the other night, have enough, more than enough time to review and, and take notes. Uh, just a quick note on it. It says, uh, mm-hmm. as the Wizard Night Wars have uh, re- revitalized the pro wrestling space as AEW and NXT battle it out every week to produce engaging products. The latest report from Matt Man Pro Wrestling Podcast has revealed that NXT could begin airing on Tuesdays starting April 13th onwards. So, uh, yeah, mm. said that, the, you know, I think that's what the week after WrestleMania, the Wednesday after WrestleMania. Yeah. Because I believe WrestleMania. Ah, uh, yeah, because I believe it's April tenth and eleventh this year. And yeah, that's the, that's I, the first Tuesday. I, that would be correct around. because uh, yeah. this is awesome. Is uh, set to drop Monday, uh, April fifth. So yeah, that 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 makes sense. Oh, and, did, uh, I get, did I get a plug in there? My bad, guys. All I gotta say is that uh, you know, this this isn't a spoiler, but it's pretty dope. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. that's all i gotta say oh man but no we were talking we were talking about nxt though yeah we were talking and, about nxt uh, i mean the, the only other thing i had actually uh besides bible actually it was worth noting before because i know we're getting into nxt coverage real quick here worth definitely highlighting uh wrestling in paradise uh to legendary pro wrestling promoter jim crockett jr uh passed oh away. wow yeah, passed away at the age of 76. Uh, news of Crockett's passing was first announced on Facebook uh, by WWE Hall of Famer Rob, Robert Gibson of Rock and Roll Express. Um, obviously part owner and operator yeah, of uh, Jim Crockett Promotions from 90s, uh, from 77 to 89. Uh, company which ran affiliated with the NWA, started by his father, sold in 88 by Ted Turner, renamed the WCW. Uh, Crockett Jr. was a three-term yes, NWA pr- president, last serving the role as NWA president in 91. Um, but yeah, uh, said Man. that he actually was hospitalized last Friday and was... Uh, oh, uh, I didn't even... Ooh, I didn't even yeah, note, noted is not doing very well. And then uh, Wrestling Observer Radio, they reported that he was in quote-unquote grave condition uh, due to issues with his grave. kidneys. Grave, wow. Yeah, uh, due to issues with his kidneys and his liver, but... Yeah, reportedly passed away uh, March. Man, 3rd. Conan just did went through the yeah. same thing, but he's yeah. he's a uh, Conan's had a uh, history of transplant. Uh, uh, yeah, kidney Disney problems. Transplant. But yeah. man, I mean, they were telling but, him yeah. he, was, mm-hmm. he was knocking on death's door too. Uh, I mean, for him to look. Yeah, I was, I was. It's crazy. Yeah, I was listening to that as well, man. Yeah, but that's that's <laughs> crazy. I didn't realize that. Uh, but yeah, definitely rest in power and paradise to um, you know Jim Crockett Jr. Because yeah, that's a. I mean. Ooh, that family there just in terms of promotions yeah, yeah you know so yeah 100 and i mean while while we're on the uh unfortunate topic uh definitely rest in power mm-hmm. to a friend of ours uh kwaku narco who uh recently passed away yes well. um always yeah very guy very sudden to me to send the music to wasn't he always the guy yeah, yeah. like i was send me that new stuff oh, bro I was just I was thinking about him a lot when I was prepping this 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 project because I was like, yeah, man, he hasn't hurt anything in a couple of years. It's about to knock him off, like off the off the seat a, a little bit, like you know, an unbiased litmus test, if you will. But amongst you know, in good in good company because he was he was the homie man. So uh, again, yeah, he, he definitely was. Man. Take take time out. Um, well, one of our know. biggest supporters ever. Yeah, you know, and I mean, and even though I haven't been doing the music so much and I kind of uh, transformed, you know, where I do with the mic. I know he, you know, if he was, you know, because obviously he left the country, he ended up living in Ghana for, for a minute, too. But 
I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he was always very supportive of, of what we were trying to do. So uh, I always remember him at the shows, man. I mean, I, I, you sent me that. I saw that mm-hmm. picture you put up with when he uh, we had that show over at the Key Club, uh, which was a big deal for us at the award show, man. That was that was a good a good pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I just wanted to shine shine some light on Quaku, uh, man. But uh, I think it's about that time, sir. You want to get into uh, a little bit of the uh, NXT coverage on this side, my friend? Yeah. I mean, uh, and I'm sure we'll blow through it a little bit. I think uh, to me, I, I I found a few things I thought that were worth talking about. You let me know if you agree. I would say uh, that first tag match uh, had some uh, uh, with, with Oni and Birch in a non-title match against, uh, we had Timothy Thatcher teaming with uh, Ciampa. And uh, it was a good match. I think we knew it was going to be a, a drag out fight, but I think, I was, I don't know about you. Um, I was more peaked, uh, or I guess my interest is more peaked or more so by the ending of this, where uh, we did see Thatcher, he was about to tag in Ciampa, but then he kind of stops because he gets distracted by Imperium, who is watching on uh, from the ramp. And if anyone that yeah. really knows their history, I, they I know that say, Thatcher yeah. was once part of Imperium, you know? And so what I liked is how. This distraction cost the uh, you know them the match elevated DDT by the champs for the win, but it would lead to this segment later on where you know Thatcher basically goes on and says you know we all come from somewhere we all have a past and these yeah, guys keep that. throwing mine in my face but Champa kind of kind of cuts in and says you know what his yeah. past with Imperium yeah it's it's just that are we yeah, done he, here he, he kind of ends the interview yeah, what do you he, think about this he made sure he curtailed any type of uh suspension of belief or fantasizing on the uh, uh, on the part a dissension uh, yeah yeah any any type of inkling right any type of reminiscing mm. of those old times he's just like no nah, no nah, cut that shit out um i love mm. how champa keeps looking like father time week after week um the he, <laughs> i just oh, dude i i like like if there was father time was to me i'm like i didn't even know he grew hair like that i was I, tripping like it was one of those things where I was, I thought he, I thought he maybe have had just had the male pattern baldness like real early, and so he shaved it real early and just kept it low. Same, because remember he had the faux hawk for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because there are some un- undesirable photos of him from prior when he was a lawyer and got dealt with by Undertaker uh, yeah, as an yeah, extra. Yeah. There's some <laughs> other stuff, you know what I mean? So yeah, I would have thought the same thing, but, you know, uh, with the male pattern baldness thing. But yeah, but but in terms of. Uh, I, I'll give NXT this. They've been uh, they've been on the ball as far as storylines lately mm-hmm. and in peaking the interest. Um, yeah, it was interesting because soon as uh, I didn't see the initial distraction, but I saw the segment you're speaking about where they were uh, backstage and uh, Champa made sure he was like, no, 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 we're not talking about that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he just kind of got in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, we but, done but, here. We're, but, but, but we're, we're done. <laughs> But as soon as they mentioned it, I was like, oh, I got to talk to Doc about this because I know he's very like, yeah, you you have a better uh, knowledge on on his uh, extensive background, Thatcher, uh, mm. as, as, as far as yeah, like yeah. him and him and uh, I think it was a ring comp is what it, what it used to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With Walter and all, a lot of those same guys, I don't. I'm trying to think who else was in it because because it, it's yeah, it Walter. It wasn't because Eichner Eichner wasn't part of the original. Um, you know, and then we saw the thing last week where Wolf kind of approached Dane and they got yeah. their history with sanity. But I'm sure Dane's probably rubbed shoulders in the European circuit, as did Marcel before he got there. 
or to the NXT system. So there's a lot of pre NXT system links that they're actually exploring, which I do appreciate. You know what I mean? So, dude, yeah. Do you, are we seeing, is this a recruitment process? Is this a recruitment season it's, for, for, uh, Imperium? Imperium. I mean, because, you know, you got, you, mean, got, you got quite a few different angles going right now. Yeah. And then you, you got the fact that in their vignette, they've been really big on across the brand domination. So mm. it might be a thing where maybe they got members on both brands, UK and regular NXT. Who knows? So very true, man. I mean, I guess they're going to have to make some room. Yeah. I, I don't know if you heard about that rumor about. Uh, not a rumor, but you know they like to stir shit up. Like Conor McGregor, he he, he responded to Finn Balor. Finn Balor had a picture of like a figure of Conor McGregor, a figure of uh, Triple oh, H. Oh yeah, Stu, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Him. I saw that. Yeah, you know they're they're teasing. I think that. I sent that to you guys. Was it you? Okay, because yeah, the whole time I was thinking, I was like, well, can mm-hmm. we just get Conor McGregor to just be in NXT UK and, and just keep him there? I'm like, I wouldn't be mad at that. Seriously. You know what I mean? But uh, See, he, imagine but, if he took Pat Max's uh, place oh. as a, as like the mouthpiece. I mean, <laughs> you he's, over here, he's over here talking about supposedly, you know, thinking about retirement. So we may need a replacement soon. We'll see what's up. I don't know. You know. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. We'll see. It sucks to suck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, uh, but yeah, no, but uh, yeah, no. Where NXT, I, I was gonna say the next thing I think was worthy was uh, we we they talked about it last week. The way had therapy this week, and I, did, uh, I, I knew those, I wanted yeah. to talk about this with you, yeah, because I, I know you're a huge. It's fun. Uh, it was fun. I would say week to week, yeah, but but you're big on the week to week with the with Gargano's in general. I think you keep a close eye to see the growth and if it makes sense. So. I mean, with this week, basically, they're all inside of therapy. Theory says, hey, I thought I was on vacation. I didn't think I was kidnapped. And then Indy was like, oh, depending on the guy, it would definitely be a vacation. Uh, and then see, okay, uh, I, and see, Theory the basically one, says. Go I was going to say the only one it showed me was the the Friends with Benefits one. And then it showed the. Uh, yeah. I love when he gets weird. <laughs> I was like, so I didn't. I, yeah. One, see, yeah, that. So I, I didn't see anything about yeah, vacation. Yeah. It, it, it just went straight to the one I saw. It was weird. I don't know. It was a weird cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, and then theory, he goes on. He says, I think Loomis is just a cool guy. He just needs a friend. That's when Indy says, oh, you know, I would be a friend, but with benefits. And then she gets <laughs> kind of caught doodling Indy wrestling, but it says Loomis as like, a you know, with a hyphen. That's you know, funny. and then Gargano gets mad because he's like, he's like, I gave you that name. And then he starts, he coins the phrase, I don't want because because the he has a problem with theory not being mad or not objecting yeah, to, to, to his he, perception. So to, then the therapist yeah. is like, well, maybe it's your problem. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to be therapied on. You're going to be therapied <laughs> on, you know. So it's kind of like this pee on, peed off type but, of thing. And then he gets kicked out the session. And then they kind of revisit this later where it's just now it's Loomis and Indy with Candace. And then I, saw I thought it was one. funny yeah, because yeah. he go, theory goes back. He's you know, and, and and that's when you saw the friends and benefits thing. Lorray is clearly paraphrasing text messages she's getting from Johnny, who's eavesdropping yeah. on the other side yeah, of the door. Like my, my arm, um, I, mean, you know, I mean, his arm <laughs> or whatever it was. Like, she's like, exactly. Yeah, you know, because, yeah, because he saw me, he got choked, choked out oh, last that's what week. It was. His yeah. throat still hurts. I mean, I mean, my throat still hurts. 
Uh, and then that's when uh, basically they all, or I would say everyone gets kicked out except for Austin because, you know, Johnny gets exposed with trying to eavesdrop and he's trying to play it off with an Uber Eats Uber offer. Eats, which yeah. I, that's, that <laughs> popped me. Yeah, yeah. that's it was funny. Um, but basically we get to the the, the root of it and it's, it's the fact that Dexter, who dev- never talks, apparently spoke to the therapist that morning and couldn't, could, she couldn't get him to stop talking apparently about how he could not wait to apparently get rid of Austin Theory, who, who said he was in a small room with boarded up windows and ate cereal and watched cartoons all day. But I guess Loomis, who, I, again, he's a scary guy, creepy guys, disgusted by his eating habits and I guess his obsession to cut his shirts to show off his mediocre abs, <laughs> which I guess makes wow, Austin okay. cry and he storms out and, and, and he's like crying for Johnny and Johnny pats him on the back. It's going to be okay. And then he goes to pay the, the, you know, the therapist is like, Oh, this really works. And gives her a hundred that pulls it back and goes, Oh, this is for arcade money. And he goes, Oh, we're going to go to Chuck E. Cheese. And she takes counts the money and calls them idiots, you know, and you know, that was kind of the end of it. But I that, thought it was, funny in terms of the dysfunctional development that is the way See, that's going I, on on a week basis. That is interesting uh, way that they went with it, no pun intended, because you got a guy who's super weird, but then even he is more is super irritated by the <laughs> these habits. Like, that's what drives him crazy. Uh, I didn't expect mm-hmm. him to go that way, to be honest. Um, it is interesting. Because right? when, when you said that, oh, you couldn't stop talking about how you want to get rid of him. I was like, oh, damn. I was like, you want to murk him like that? But, you know, you're talking about getting rid of him. Like, yo, get out of my house, bro. You overstayed your welcome. Like, you got crumbs everywhere. No, nah, I can't deal with you like that. Yeah, because the therapist was like, the, the therapist was like shocked to go, you think he's a good guy? Wait, why do you think he he dropped you back off? And he was like, I don't know. And she's like, well, look, yeah, I, I saw talked that. to him. Yeah, I can like, tell you. Because <laughs> he, he's like, why don't you start by telling me what exactly happened in that whole weekend? And then it got kind of serious. I was like, oh, he's really about to give it up. And then you're like, oh, shit. So, so you're a bad house guest, yeah, Austin. Theory. Not really. You suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, this would take us to something that was a little bit more controversial. Uh, we did get the women's tag team title match. Shayna and Nia Jax defended against, uh, you know, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. One thing I did like early on, Shayna and Dakota, they get in the ring. Immediately, she tries to bully her, tries to tease the arm stomp spot. But I like how Dakota slipped out of it and slapped her, kind of showing I smartened up since the last time, you know. So I thought that was a a key um, element of the storytelling. But, you know, really good match back and forth, you know, but it kind of gets crazy at one point because Shayna does counter the gtk go to kick she locks in the carefuta clutch kai does escape and tags in raquel who if inadvertently kind of bumps the ref when she knocks off naya with a boot to the apron she steps to the outside they brawl all over the announce table that yeah, kind of takes them out the equation but the thing is raquel it's still the or uh, still the legal woman but Shayna doesn't know that so she goes ahead and reapplies the clutch and basically to the point where I believe that uh, D- Dakota Kai is passed out, yeah, but she passed not before out. Adam Pierce, who, yeah. who has his I, own I don't know what, I mean, Adam Pierce, they it's, said, it's super right. Random. He's, he's not part of NXT, never super showed random. up in NXT before. They say he's yeah. an official. He's not a authority figure, but, but they he make kind of, you know, helps they, the in between, right? They, like, they make it, they make it seem like he's a main roster official. Cause when it comes yeah. to and the NXT was officials, too. Like, you usually see the mm-hmm. Triple H's come out, the Shawn Michaels come out, 
the William Regals come out yeah. whenever so the, sometimes the Pat Bucks or the you know you'll see some of these people pop out like during like the Adam Cole Pat McAfee stuff you see who these officials are mm. so for him to come out and act like he has power that was kind of weird to me that was really weird to me it was that it, it was just out of character because there's not a direct link besides the main roster thing yeah although the women's tag team champions do transcend on all brands they in my opinion have been featured more on Raw because of that third hour. You don't really see Adam Pierce as much on Raw as you see him on SmackDown these days. So I thought it was kind of a – it's hard to argue. Is, is there some sort of convolution? Was he yeah, there at the I right mean, place at the right time? He, he, Why was on, he there? Like He's been on Raw lately with uh, Shane. And I'm telling you, you're, you're, you're yeah. on the money, by the way. They're for sure building to this Braun Strowman shane thing because it, it makes Bro, no come on it makes man. no other sense yeah. where they're going with it so you've been seeing them a lot on raw there but then now i'm thinking i'm like yeah and i saw that weird tag match on raw yeah. that was weird man. But, but now i'm thinking like okay did he make sure that nia Jax uh regained the tag title so that roman wouldn't be on his ass you know what i mean this is stretch but you know oh that's hey, that's hey, that's better than than what we got. We got degrees of separation, really. But yeah, yeah. Basically, Adam Pierce comes down with his own ref to kind of regain control because, to be fair, the ref did get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? And I congratulated is it Aja Smith to yes. take that bump. It yeah. looked pretty good. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So so this other ref comes in and gives them the inadvertent submission victory, and they retain. Later on, we do see like uh, William Regal in this like private boardroom with Adam Pierce kind of discussing what's going on. And then later on, basically Regal's asked about it and he says, based on how it ended, he's going to, quote, make an announcement next week that's going to change the landscape of NXT. So I don't know what that means, if that means like the the titles are going to be NXT exclusive now. Oh, or I was I, thinking I that. So, I was thinking maybe if they win they will be like, maybe there'll be some sort yeah. of rematch or so. something. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, I, I did, I get, I got to, I think that part in a few little, a uh, little bit segments after this, but I didn't get to watch the entirety of NXT. Yeah. I only had two. Yeah. I only had two more points. One was uh your boy LA Knight, kind of finally uh, actually made a statement. I, I saw that. And I also saw mm. my other boy, not, not to get too ahead or get, behind i don't i don't remember which came first but i did see that swerve had a had a uh, in studio like pre-taped promo as well oh yeah yeah i, I i'd be remiss i was gonna kind of collectively bring up the other stuff that was like less um i want to say less important but not as high points but yeah he had this quote in his vignette kind of at leon ruff where he was like you don't want to go to war with someone who cares less than you do. Yeah. And Swerve is just different. And I just don't care anymore. So I thought that was pretty important to, to know. And in, ter in terms of the little stuff, also Kaden Carter, she she challenged Zia Lee for a match next week, but she kind of gave an injury report that supposedly Casey tore a LCL. I did. I heard she part of the match last week. So yeah, I don't know. If, you know, because sometimes this stuff makes like kayfabe, like injuries make the news and shit. I had heard that he she's at one yeah. point broke her leg, uh, a portion of her leg, but maybe it's just a tear, uh, based off like a stomp. Oh, well, she maybe she's something. finally getting this. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Huh. Well, yeah, no, nah, uh, other than that, I know Amber Moon did go over Aaliyah with the Yo, first uh, Eclipse. Yeah, um, and then Ever Rise had a no 
<laughs> yeah, that was sick, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Everise had a no contest against Brazongo because LDF just stomped them out. And they basically said, if you think what happened last week means we're weak, then this is what awaits you if you believe that. Something to that extent. But, oh, but yeah, the they, only thing who, I had was uh, LA, uh, I was, uh, who, who they stomp out. No, no, no. Who were they addressing that message to? Just the rest of the locker room? Oh, that's Kerry. No, Kerry and Cross. I okay, think. I, I thought I was wondering if they were saying like, "Oh, oh, you think we're weak," or they were just saying based off what you saw Kerry and did to us. The rest of the locker room better still yeah. be aware. You know what I mean? I, I was trying to figure out which which yeah, angle they were yeah, coming at it from. A little bit of both, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, a little bit of both, I think. Makes sense because they got but, uh, L.A. Knight. He, uh, he, yeah, yeah, definitely. But L.A. Yeah, L.A. Knight. He comes out he's got a uh in-ring promo he says you know he's waited quite some time to stand in the nxt nxt ring to stare down the barrel and say let me talk to you but uh he does clarify that it's not a dream to be nxt it's just business uh says after the way he changed the game at takeover he should be considered the tom brady of wrestling but at the end of the day let's let's face it tom brady which is he was half the man that la Knight was you know what i'm saying uh he does name names in gargano adam cole and finn balor but says you know i'll beat the absolute hell out of anyone who tries to bring flash and pizzazz to my front door because he didn't come here to be flashy he came to get the job done he's the last of a dying breed uh and he says don't call him the goat it's overused just call him l a Knight, and that's not an insult that's just a fact of life the only and, thing uh, I got to say when is... When I thought uh, was interesting... Go ahead. Uh, I am definitely on the gravy train. I don't know if you bought your ticket yet. Um, but yeah. they had yeah. to, they had to give him the L.A. Knight logo with... And I made a joke of it, but the L.A. is almost like yeah. the L.A. gear logo. Like, it really is. And it's just like, And then damn. the song is like, oh, oh y'all picked this. This bro. is the first draft, Matt Riddle. Bro, right? That, I was like, bro, it's sports draft Matt Riddle. I, I, I literally was or, like, this, this or, sounds or like a turn Matt Riddle. This he'll sounds turn, like, like a Matt Riddle remake slash a random ass hip hop West Coast style beat from a producer who's never been to the West Coast on SoundCloud or SoundClick, right? Like, right. It, it it was just like, and, and it wasn't bad. It just doesn't fit him. Like it's, I don't, I mean, compared to what his yeah. old music was, yeah. Uh, that was my only. Yeah, that, that, I, I mean, that's, I, that's all I had to say about that. But yeah. And, and that and that, yeah and what the song sucks and that's a fact of life <laughs> okay that's all. Yeah, that, that, yeah not an insult that's just a fact well what i will say too just to add to this i don't know if you saw anything after this um because right when he said that bronze's yeah. music hit almost immediately Yo, his and music you kind of saw though. this little bit of like like it is but but you saw this like little friction uh where they were just he was just kind of eyeing bronson as he made his entrance uh, you know, we did get a, ma a match uh, and Grimes, I don't know if you know this, he's coming out to that uh, song that yeah. uh, Josiah rapped. That, that's his new theme. There you go. That That's his new song. And what I love is you do see Grimes try to bribe uh, Reed at the beginning of the match. He gets a right hand instead. He does hit a moonsault follow-away slam that I was very surprised for. But ultimately, we do see Reed. He uh, goes up top. Uh, well, what, what happens is Cameron Grimes tries to leave, right? Reed hits him with the suicide forearm smash a la Samoa Joe. And it makes, because uh, Grimes is trying to grab his hat, it goes flying. So at this point, Reed throws him in the ring. He goes up top for the tsunami splash. And L.A. Knight comes down. And he throws the hat into the ring to distract the ref. And he knocks off uh, Reed off the, like basically crotches him mm. on the top rope, allowing Grimes to follow up with the cave-in stomp. 
And he kind of stays there for a little bit, like on the ramp and kind of looks at Cameron Grimes. Like, but there isn't really a you owe me one, but there is, you know what I'm saying? There's no, no hand gesture, but just to look like, yeah, I just did that. You know what I'm saying? And you just I mean, get this brief stare down between Reed and, 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 uh, and LA Knight at, at the end of that, basically. I mean, so, they, they yeah. uh, they do have, uh, you know, impact highs. So <laughs> him and Cameron are, yeah, are, definitely. So. And I, and I, I don't know if you saw how that match got uh, got in, uh, introduced. Yeah, though, I, I, I Cameron did. was uh, backstage the trying CGA. to say, "Oh, this will be the Cameron Grimes Auditorium." Yeah, 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 yeah. And they said, "Oh, hey, one of the guys you hit last week wants a lawsuit." He's like, "I got kiss my grits money." He's like, "I don't know what that." How is. much they want? One, but I'm gonna, two, three. Yeah, man, four? that mess was funny. Nah, he. Uh, it's, but uh, it's, it's he, funny though because I can't help but think of Big Money Matt when I see him trying to pay people off. So it's like, mm. oh yeah. And he, two, and he was like, Carolina everyone's got a price. Two Carolina oh, boys yeah. who obviously know each other with, with money. Now. Mo- yeah. With money gimmicks right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this brings us to the uh, main event, man. Uh, we had Roddy Strong going against Finn Balor. Um, and this came about because basically Strong tried to call out Cole in the beginning of the night. He got interrupted by Balor. They start to argue because Roddy kind of blames the split of UE saying we were all good till you came around good argument finn says no what made you guys fall apart is this pointing to the title a good art a better argument maybe uh balor basically says i know how to bring cole out he challenges challenges him to a title match next week um and then basically turns to roddy and says you will always be a follower because you need you'll never be selfish or greedy or have a killer instinct like me they start brawling referees they pull up apart of course this gets made the main event i thought this was like really strong words as well because when Brody was out there he didn't have any ue stuff at all and then when he came out for the match noticeably new gear new music not even the old music new music so i I, I figured that they were either going to go back to the old one or give him something new but i figured it wasn't going to be new because they've been trying to move away from the old cfo themes but it's funny the one meme i've been seeing about this whole thing with undisputed air is like you know everyone that breaks up the 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 stables they one of them usually keeps the music like roman reigns keeps the shield music right they're like adam cole needs the i did see that yeah i'm like yeah he does he definitely does because i think that was his music first anyways mm. wasn't it i, I believe that- i mean yeah if you think about it though they all kind of debuted the same night true i mean kyle and bobby had those exhibitions with alistair leading yeah. up to takeover yeah but cole showed up that night uh, for the first time, and they they were using that music ever since. So, yeah. You know? But no, I was gonna say with this match, man. Um, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least say this. A lot. Of, it was a long match, but there was a really dope angle slam right into a tiger bomb sequence by Roddy. Like Roddy looked yeah, like okay. Roddy of old. Uh, Balor, like at this point, Balor hits a sling blade, then goes for the shotgun drop kick, but Strong counters it and it turns it to the stronghold. It was like oh. really dope. Uh, and okay. but but even doper, even doper, he picks him up, gut check time, pushes him up, then turns it to a double stomp on the chest. Oh, see, it, I, it, it was clean. Okay, I thought you were gonna say he it was, was gonna, so clean. He like was gonna turn to where he 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 catches himself, but catches him in the DDT like mm-hmm. uh position and hits the nineteen sixteen or something. Oh yeah, but, but that's I, I didn't know what that. Yeah, no, but what does happen is we do get either hurricane, 
coup de gras and 1916. Very nasty looking, too, for the win. Post-match, Finn celebrates in the ring, notices Cole staring at him from the ramp. They have a stare down. That's the end of the show. Other than that, we do have Tony Storm going against Io Shirai, women's title. They had a vignette for that earlier in the night, too, but that was NXT basically for the week. But not a bad show. Um, not enough to combat what I think AEW brought this week, but well, not a bad I mean, show. They, you know they what I mean? In terms of storylines. So. They have uh, two big matches that they announced for next week, and that's the women's championship, Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. And then they also have Finn mm. Balor versus uh, Adam Cole. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like they're more because when I saw that they hey, that, hey. That, that they waited a, a don't week don't you forget Zia Lee versus <laughs> Casey. All right, I'm sorry, or, or Kaden, I should say. Hey, 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 you're right. We we, we I mean Kaden Carter, Casey. I said we we screamed for continuity. Yeah, we yet when, when they presented to us, we we just yeah. <laughs> no, but. Uh, what are we doing? It, 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 uh-huh. is, it, it is interesting that they would book those two matches the week after um uh aw's uh revolution pay-per-view big shag daddy um but yeah so it yeah. makes me think that they already are in the process of no longer counter uh, uh programming and start moving away you know i mean especially yeah. the news of tuesday it could be that could be a sign i mean mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean uh, yeah that was nxt man uh we're gonna take a quick break and when we yeah. come back we got a treat for y'all man we're gonna be coming back with the third man as we uh you know i just brought up revolution of course, we're going to get into the other side of the, the war zone. We're going to light the fuse on uh, the Crossroads edition of uh, Dynamite as they. Yeah, that's right. All night, but we're also going to have Mark McFly coming in here, man. And now uh, we're going to talk predictions for Revolution. McFly! That was pretty good. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Peace. They say the perfect shirt doesn't exist, and well, that was until you got a glimpse at Storyline C's newest drop. What's good? Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show podcast, and I'm here to tell y'all, of course, that Storyline C's has done it again, but this time featuring the master of the perfect plex, the sultan of the gum swap, the innovator of the towel game, Mr. Perfect himself, Kurt Hennig. And some might say the greatest to never get a shot at the world champion. You know what? You know, that's a debate for the show on an entirely different episode. So let me get back on track here. But look, we talking about the peak of perfection. Some might even say the original EST of the WWF. But again, I digress and insist that you, good sir or madam, take your business on over to Storyline Tees, cop that fresh new tea, and be sure to peep the whole line of dope-ass designs I've been telling y'all for a moment, man. These guys are strictly quality over clout, and you should definitely check them out. Follow them on social media right now. Stay connected at StorylineTees underscore LLC. Stay notified on all the latest drops, design previews, and much more, and tell them the Quincy Jones Show sent you. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? What's going on? We are back to Quincy Jones Show. You know, the show wouldn't be complete this week without, obviously, this is the go-home episode of KJS's. We are looking at the face of the revolution coming this, uh, this Sunday, gentlemen. And I say gentlemen because... We are joined by the third man himself, mm. Mark McFly, the magnanimous one. Uh, what's going on, sir? How, how is life? How is life, man? Not too bad, man. Just, 
you know, trying to get swole over here at the nest, you know. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> trying to get nest muscles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's, he's trying. He's trying to add. He's trying to add superhuman strength with flight to his super, you know, ability power list. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, dog. I mean, I'm, trying, you, to, dog. I'm trying to accumulate mass. You know what I'm saying? Can, can you imagine how much more vicious the mind meld will be now when you got some muscle, <laughs> dude? You cheating, bro. You cheating. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, Loving it. Loving let's that, not. Man. Let's not uh, keep the people waiting, man. I know. Obviously, you know. Uh, always a great time to get these sporadic appearances by Mark McFly, man. Um, but you know, it's another one of those, uh, staples in AEW, man. Uh, we got revolution coming up this Sunday and what better way to, uh, pop off the, uh, go home version of this, uh, this week's episode, but with some predictions, obviously, uh, we have quite a few matches on the card, man, but I'm gonna try to get through it. And, uh, let's, uh, let's see what, what, what we can do in terms of the predictions championship since, uh, doc wants to take pictures and send it to people and shit, uh, you championships. Know. All right, Jake, calm down. <laughs> calm down, Jake. This isn't hot Atlanta anymore. Calm down. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I'll start off with the weakest uh, match on the list. The one that we could give the zero, the most, uh, the least amount of uh, fucks about. Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. What's, well, I guess uh, I'll go first. I'll, I'll set it off. Um, I'm really hoping that Miro and Kip finally get a win. Um they haven't tagged on TV yet. As far as I remember, they just been almost every other week doing these dumb segments or whatever promos. Uh, Miro has been kind of like, he's only had what, like, like three, three matches thus far, possibly, you know what I mean? So I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where he really needs something to help back up his decision at this point. So I'm going Miro and Kip. Mm-hmm. He had a pretty strong promo uh, coming out of dynamite this week as well, where he, you know, Pretty much mm-hmm. in like what three different languages you just said that the, the games the games are over, the chains are off. So uh mm-hmm. I'm going Mero and Kip on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, Quincy. I mean, I'm not interested in this match at all. I probably will I'll probably just like skip through it to the high spots or whatever, but I'm gonna say Miro and uh Kip just because I, I I don't know why you'd sign a dude like that and not have him do anything besides being like you know, wedding segments and like comedy skits and shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that's that's the uh, that's the right book pick booking wise, even though this match is pretty useless in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's kind of how I see it going. I kind of, I kind of feel like uh, there'll probably be some fucking uh, treachery or whatnot. I, I doubt it'll be a clean one, but that's my pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's a resounding Miro and Kip. Um, I'm not going to say anything you guys haven't said. I've been wanting to see more of what we know Miro can do. We see it in snippets. I mean, in fact, I feel like we saw more in the run-in he did to cost Cassidy that TNT ring in that battle royal than we've seen in any of his matches, which is kind of a shame. But hopefully this will be the one, because uh, at the end of the day, although they're a crew, Orange and uh Charles, the butler, are not the best friends, you know what I'm saying? So I think Miro and Kip have a chance to really really solidify themselves as a formidable uh, tag team, kind of what you said, Quincy. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. they, They just really need to be, I mean, look, like, is anyone taking them serious at this point? 
Nah. <laughs> no, not outside the vignettes or whatever we see. No, not since Beach Break. Who, who are you talking about, though? Like, which I mean, as far as like serious. Well, true, true. But I mean, in terms of <clears throat> like best friends, they've had way more exposure, way more uh, chances to be on TV, obviously, because Tony Khan loves Trent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like there's them. But then you, you look at the same way that they've presented Kip and Miro and it's just like. Like you said, okay, if they didn't have a wedding going on, what would they be doing right now? So that's the only thing I could think of, man. They, they really need to do something because it's like, None. you know, I mean, you got a guy like Miro. Like you said, it's a crime to have a guy like him and not do anything immediately to back up. Like, if, if I had Miro, it would be my mission that first six months of having him since, you know, they got rid of him to prove why he was 100% their biggest mistake, letting him, like, you know what I mean, slip through their cracks, right? That's just what I would do. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we haven't seen that. So, yeah, I mean, not to draw on about this opening match, but uh, Doc, Doc, I'm sorry. You said uh, Kip and Miro as well, or were you going Orange and Chuck? I, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, no, Kip and Miro. You guys can hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. good. You're good. Okay. Um, I just got sure. fired up. I got fired up, man. I got fired up. Uh, gotcha. no, uh, I guess uh, in, in terms of uh, importance, we got the Casino, uh, Casino Battle Royale, which is a – Tag team, uh, yeah, battle I royal. This. Which I mean, we just had this on free TV, so it's kind of weird they're doing this again. Uh, is, is this mm. the other thing that's weird about this? And and I don't know who could possibly be the winner here. Um, on the graphic, they had Pac and Phoenix, they had Silver and Reynolds, they had Evil Uno and Sue Grayson, Proud and Powerful, Butcher and Blade, Private Party, Top Flight, and there was another team on there I couldn't quite see, so I just I, I put them unknown. Bear but, country. Well, I was gonna say but bear country. The, yeah, I was gonna say, but the, after the last segment of dynamite, there was like so many teams that weren't even in the graphic that showed up for the match. Like SCU was in there, uh, the the natural nightmares. Yeah, the I side, noticed that too. The Sidell brothers, Peter, uh, pretty Peter, and and Cesar Bononi, like varsity blondes. Like you said, bear country. I, I mean, if these are all the teams in there, I'm I'm really. If I wanted to tell a story, I would hope that it'd be proud and powerful to challenge uh mjf and jericho if they win the, the tag titles right uh get a kind of the, that slow mm-hmm. burn implosion of inner circle but i don't know um because i'm looking at the teams that are even legit uh you know what oh yeah proud and powerful is in there i didn't realize that okay yeah because i see bear country top flight private party butcher and blade pro- uh, proud and powerful uh, Stu and Evil Uno, Reynolds and Silver, and uh, yeah, like you said, Phoenix and Pac. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Private Party on this one. For some reason, they're the only like. Team oh wow, okay. Because I, I mean, you know, I could see them if if the Bucks retain, which I think they will. Uh, mm. I can see Private Party being their next uh, feud, especially with the shit that they got going with Hangman. It would kind of help tie up oh, okay. end because everyone kind of went their own way. But, you know, you don't really hear, hear anybody talking about Hangman no more, even though, like, what he did wasn't as vile as what Kenny's been doing to them. You know what I mean? So, no, I don't no. know. That's all I got to say about true. that. So, yeah, for the Casino Battle well, Royale. They, they are talking. They're, I was going to say they are talking about Hangman, but not for the same reason they were a couple months ago. Yeah, very true. Very true. So, yeah, as far as my pick, I'm going for yeah. party on that one. Yeah, 
uh, fuck, I just thought about it because Pac and Phoenix could be a nice, a nice uh, fold. Oh, you can't. Young bucks as well. That's you, man. Come on. Yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, but no, hey, Mark. Quincy Jones. You, hey, you I'm, I'm resident foot soccer, so dog. About your private party pick, and now you're now you're instantly back. I, I, I mean, if, if I if I could be very very fair here, I'd say I'm doing, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a Doc Lesnar. Am I not? Doc could get. But you are. But no you, comment. No comment. I, you you are. But the difference is. Oh, I didn't text I'm it. Doc I didn't. I, I didn't text it in the chat. That's why. <laughs> After the fact. Look, uh, man. Get yourself one of these. <laughs> I mean, one of these right well, here. Technically, I did. And maybe and then, we can talk. You know what I'm saying? I, I did get me one of them, and then now you wear it. So, <laughs> but yeah. uh, you know, yeah, yeah, Mark, what do you what do you say? I, I'm I'm still oh, I'm on, still on, going. For, I'm still going. No, nah, yeah, I'm still going for private party. I'm good. Fuck. Okay. 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 Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna first off say that I just so strongly dislike uh, battle royals. Honestly. Uh, but Royal Rumble, ah. <laughs> I mean, I love a Royal Rumble, but I mean, only if it's once a year and it's special. I can't stand. Yeah, a, I can't I, stand a battle royal just for the sake of a battle royal. That shit pisses. That's like sloppy booking to me, honestly. But uh, if I had to pick, I'm definitely mm. gonna pick Pac and Phoenix because they definitely had a match this week, and it was an enhancement match. But it wasn't. It felt less like an, a match to make them look strong, and more like a match where it was like, hey, remember these guys are a team. In case you forgot, yeah, you know like I mean? like these guys can yeah. work their ass, yeah. 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 And so I feel like they wouldn't have done that unless yeah. these guys are probably. I mean, also they're the biggest names in this match. Like I feel like it would be a slap in the face to these guys not to have them win. So what? Uh, what do you mean? Know, you got favorite. you got top flight. You're talking about the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even finish. I'm sorry. I couldn't even finish. Oh, but uh, who who you got going, Doc? The, hey, they, you talking about the coldest in the game? Nah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. Everything you guys have said was exactly what I was thinking. Once you started talking about the match, uh, Quincy, we were on the phone earlier and legit as I'm watching it, I was like, yo, who are the name of these fools that uh, Death Triangle just smashed on right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and then, and then, and then last week, I, I think I remember uh, last week, Pac had a, he had a solo match where he smashed on somebody too. So, I think also in what Mark is saying, they were pouring on some heat yeah, to the fire. Right. Phoenix had a main event match. You know what I'm no, saying? No, they, yeah, they've yeah, been surrounding the, the Moxley stuff. So so I really believe in my – and I'm, maybe I'm, I'm going ahead, but I believe uh, that, one, Death Triangle will win it. And, and two, I think it, they would be a great first opponent against newly minted tag champs in uh, MJF and Jericho when we get – that. That's that's my pick for that. But I think – that would be an interesting uh, program. But, I, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go uh, Death Triangle as well. Okay, so uh, Doc says uh, Bear Country slash uh, Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. Okay, cool. Locked in. I Locked said in. the coldest <laughs> in the game. Oh, excuse me. The Butcher and the Blade. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> respectively. Uh, <laughs> respectively. Uh, next, going down the list. Yo, uh, I got I to gotta comment, though. I, I got to quickly comment. It is weird that Caster would make – the ladder match and him and his partner are not the acclaimed or not in this battle royal because well, they it, work it, well. But it was also weird that he would he didn't um you know corner him in this match this week either. So yeah, uh, I thought so too. But yeah. uh, you know, obviously we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, next match on the cards here, uh, gentlemen, we also have uh the big money match. We got big money Matt Hardy versus Hangman Page, and remember the stipulation is at a hundred percent. 
a first quarter earnings are on the line. So uh, I'm going Hangman because that's just my dude. Mm. Um, I mean, he needs the win, to be honest. Does he? Yeah, I mean, he does. He gets built up pretty well just to not do nothing with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when he does but the future, it, he has a good match. It's getting old. It is. It really, he has no, I don't know. Like, I, I do like what he's doing with Dark Order, but um, I mean, unless they're going to introduce some six man tag like belts, what's the point? You know? I yeah. Mean, mm-hmm. Like, him, Silver. Well, and, I got and an Hunt. opinion, but I'll wait. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm going Hangman. Uh, I, I don't want to uh, freaking keep going on and on. But who you got, Mark? I'm going to say Hangman. Normally in this situation, I'd pick the heel to win just because you'd think that you'd want to kind of spark off of, or at least make the program not seem like a waste, you know, to make Matt Hardy look a threat. But, I mean, you can't have Hangman take an L, especially with the fact that, like, by age, skill, skill-wise age, like injury history, like this guy's like your your top prospect. Like even though he's a vet at this point. Plus and, you got you got mad right buckets. now. Right now, right now he's he's like on like a fucking Nordic track. Honestly, like he's just kind of like doing nothing. Like <laughs> I mean, no, no, I feel you. Like he's he's walking the place. So, but I mean, I, I mean, if he, if he if he were to take this L, I, I'm like okay. So now what? He joins the Dark Order and they just do comedy bits. Like this guy's. I thought this guy was the reincarnation of Barry Windham. Like what are we doing? Like what is I mean, this shit? The glaring thing to me is that there's money on the line. So it's like, can Hangman deal with another heartbreak or bad luck, struck a bad luck or whatever? You know what I'm saying? So, Or another reason to hug on the bottle. Yeah, I hear you. That's true. But then again, it would be exciting or uh, uh, entertaining, I should say. You see Matt Hardy struggling to make money because, you you know what I mean? Don't you guys think that it's like higher drama, though, if they're going to go back to that whole bottle shit? Isn't it not higher drama to have him at least look strong for a while before he goes back to the bottle instead of just going back to the bottle, like, while doing nothing? I'm I'm hoping he's not going to go back to the bottle. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I I could see Matt Hardy being – I mean, he's already, you know, has those carny contracts he's handing out and taking 30% from everybody. I could see him being on everybody's ass to get that 30% up front because he ain't going to have no incoming funds from losing his match. Like no sure. merch, you know what I mean? Which I mm. think would be entertaining from, from that point of view. Honestly, it's like, honestly, it could be on. And then we talked about this before. We got two uh, North Carolinians with a uh, big money uh, gimmicks right now between him and Cameron, Cameron Grimes. I could see him going to Cameron Grimes. Yeah. A little bit, you know what I mean? I mean, if you if you thought about Cameron Grimes, well, what happened with Cameron Grimes when he loses all that money? You already know it's going to be entertaining. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but but who you were picking Matt Hardy or who you were picking Matt? Uh, I'm picking uh, Hangman. Hangman. Okay. And then who you got, Doc? Uh, make it a trifecta for the Hangman. Uh, I just think long term. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't sure why I needed to like this match. I was very intrigued by Matt taking any interest in Hangman, especially since there's been so many, so much that's gone on since the Stadium Stampede that he keeps trying to, you know, use in reference of how they're great friends. I think the layer that he switched out the contract. The fact that there's money on the line, it doesn't really mean anything in the retrospect, but it kind of makes it a bigger deal, which I enjoy. So I think right now, especially given the fact that Matt's trying to hurt every member of the Dark Order, knock him down a peg. It's it serves right that, you know, Hangman, who is basically an adopted son of Dark Order, which, you know, everyone's still reeling off the loss of Brody. It makes sense that he gets the win here. And to be honest, I think it'll cement a bond that'll come uh, up later on because I could definitely see somehow there's going to be some sort of BC. 
I think the Bucks, you know, well, the, I, I, the, was, the, I was thinking the same the, thing. The good bros and Kenny. Like, and, there's and, a lot and, of and stable, like, right? And I think, like, the inner, yeah, yeah with the, I think, I think maybe this new BC, I could, I could see the inner circle, Sans, you know, Sammy G, and then you got Dark Order kind of bubbling. So, I they, you know, I, I could see that happening. But I think Hangman <laughs> uh, overall. Yeah. It reminds me of like you, you get the prison, you're like, you got to choose a gang because it's warfare out here. It's like, you got the bullet clubbers, you got, yeah. Jackie Lee. But it's funny because, like, I, I was thinking that sooner or later they're gonna have to pull, pull the trigger on the blood and guts thing, which I think that's gonna be like some stable warfare type stuff. So I can see where hey, yeah, man, would, the, yeah, you know, would, would, would get the rub or not the rub, but get the help he needs in the form of dark order without any uh pressure from joining and all that stuff if they go down that road but yeah i think uh they need to turn the corner on hangman and give him something else you know what i mean because uh from where he is now to mm. the perception of him at that press conference when we were watching dude it's it's different it's i mean the you know that was the guy but that the was payoff it's got to come quick man yeah because that guy he was you know he he was babe ruth and that shit he called out the home run you know and then you know he, though he, he didn't hit it out mm-hmm. the park it's like he ain't ever been back in that position or felt like he's been back in that position perception wise on TV either in quite True. some time. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I just trying to figure everything out with that, but yeah, hopefully he wins. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't have, uh, held off on the face of the revolution match or just changed that up and just made this a ladder match with the, with the contract or something on, on top, especially with Matt Hardy, right. Mm. You, you would have a ladder match, but yeah, um, I digress though. I mean, maybe, you know what? No, it's probably better. You don't because they got to take less risk with Matt right now. You know what I mean? Mm. Especially after the I have no the, desire to watch very that. True, well, well, very I was gonna true. say like, after the after the Guevara stuff, I think it's better that no you know. Way. Um, so you're saying a mimosa match with Matt Hardy. Great, awesome. Um <laughs> so uh uh getting down to the nitty-gritty here. We got Hikaro Shida defending the women's championship against uh the women's eliminator tournament uh finals winner, uh Ryu Mizunami. Um, I'm gonna say I'm I'm going for Ryu. Um I like what she did against Nyla. Mm-hmm. I remember, uh, in fact, she was at Revolution in a, and I think in a group match when I was there last year, and everybody went to the bathroom. Oh, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was just like whatever about it. Um, but that crowd was really into her match on Wednesday, man. Um, they were really digging what they saw. I'm picking her just for the fact that we need a change of guard at this point. You know what I mean? I mean. Hikaru is just pretty much getting paid to like not defend the title right now on TV. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But that, that's all. That's all I got to say about that. And that's the bottom line. Uh-uh. Go ahead, Mark. Talk about your favorite uh, wrestler. I, Talk your I shit. Mean, you know, for the, for the sake of, uh, of, of the predictions. Uh, Talk about pretend, your love for the women's let's division. Pretend, dog. Let's, pretend I'm, let's pretend I'm gonna watch this match for the sake of the predictions. Yeah. Yeah. You love it. Uh, <laughs> so uh we're, we're pretending now let's let's keep pretending uh, i'm sitting down and i'm i'm turning it on i'm pressing play and i'm watching it as per usual I'm, I'm and, and, it's yeah, and, now. As per usual. yeah uh no nah, but for real I, i'm gonna say sheeta just because i don't really i'm not familiar with the other girl i didn't really well i didn't watch any of the matches really um i didn't watch a lot I, of the eliminated matches know. either but that match that she had if you get a chance to watch it, her and Nyla actually uh-huh. had a pretty good match. I, I just feel like if yeah. you're gonna have a champ like Sheeta, who's supposed to be this like babe, like you know, stoic baby face. Well, I don't know what she is supposed to be, but I know she's a baby face. Uh, I feel like you, they kind of need a heel at the top of that division. That's why I feel like that's why everybody's kind of I a little taken aback by Britt mm-hmm. Baker not like still not getting the the shot really. Uh, 
she over here on the buy-in, bro. Yeah, what the no, hell? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Sheeta just because I can't. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have someone carry the belt this long, if they drop it, they gotta drop it to a. I mean, maybe I'm a traditionalist, but I mean, don't you want to like get some heat and get like a fucking real like villain in there? If you're, yeah, if you've we got we, this... we need a real feud that feels like it actually. Yeah, means I something. mean, yeah, I feel. I'm, you I'm just like, I'm I'm cool off this whole like we're, for the honor of competition and let's do athletic moves to each other. Like, and who's better? Like, I want to see like people that don't like each other wrestle like that's kind of where i'm yeah at, you know? yeah you really don't uh, see that in, yeah, in women's like, wrestling too right right now you don't really see a lot of no nah, not well, at all like craziness well I, I think what it is 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 there's a weird wave going on um i think we sometimes get it in nxt we sometimes get it on main roster but with AEW, i think you're right they're pounding in the prestige of just the opportunity and the landscape and the and, and just to be on, on on a new brand on on this planet, it's like okay, we're past that. You know what I mean? Like I, I we want to see some real believable storylines that go past something that happened in the back. You know what I'm saying? With, mm-hmm. with with these with these ladies or past an enhancement match. So I totally get it. Um, my pick personally, Sheeta as well. Uh, short and simple. It, 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 you you guys are both right. It is time for a change of the guard, but this isn't it because she doesn't have enough familiarity, just like you were saying, Mark, um, with the fans overall. She has put up together a good string of victories in this tournament, but I don't know what the plan is going forward. Um, And I just don't think the experiment they did with Rio flourished enough for them to say, yeah, let's keep putting it on a Japanese talent. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I get just you to put that. it in short, yeah. like, like, yeah, I, I understand. Uh, you know, and, and just, there, yeah. You know, and, and I'll just I'll end it like this. Uh, Mark said she's supposed to be the stoic hero. Basically, she's Leonardo. But Leonardo is boring if Leonardo doesn't get to unsheath his blades and you barely see it. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So it's like if there isn't a villain, if there isn't a shredder, a bebop, a rock steady or whatever For that's going to get that's going to like make you do that and. A crane would be perfect. We need where is the crane? I mean, because the thing is, they shot the shot with Nyla already. So who's next? You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, what I'm wondering. But it's, it's been I go with, I go with Sheeta. I, I must say it's been feeling weird. Yeah. It feels like they've been trying to book Nyla back into glory right now. Even I'm like, I don't know. It's been yeah, weird. to get mm-hmm. it's been real weird. But uh I not agree. to not to linger too much on that. Um I'm, like I said, I'm sure we're gonna get into it as we do the review after this, but uh, get into the next uh, match on the card here. Uh, this is where uh, this is where the the, the big men turn uh, into even bigger men, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we got uh, the the uh-huh. street the street fight that I know uh, Mark is uh, just sinking you know his teeth into you know just chomping at the bit. Sting and Darby Allen versus Team Taz. Uh, what say y'all? I mean, I, I short and sweet. I would think it's Sting and Darby, right? I. That's the thought, but I think what makes it tough to make it a shoe-in is knowing that Team Taz really could use it. I mean, let's call a spade a spade after weeks of avoiding each other with just hefty threats. It took a while to get Sting physical. It took a while to get Sting getting bumped, and it took a while to get the cool modernization of the the you know the the whole bungee cord you know drop down oh, yeah, zip yeah. line type of deal but but with that and i mean i don't know what else we need to see besides 
We've seen the Stinger Splash for free. We've seen the Death Drop for free. We've now seen the Death Lock for free on TV. So unless Sting is going to take off the shirt, which we know he's not because A, his age, and B, we hear that he's wearing protective gear, and which C, is why he's wearing that long sleeve shirt. And now C, I mean, nobody that, wants to yeah, see it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And and not to jump to the shark here, because I know I'm kind of jumping the, the, the you know, how, how we've been doing the, the predictions, but it just doesn't leave a lot of room, you know what I mean, for their, I mean, it, it all signs say Sting should get the win, but I, I want to go Team Taz with Sting convincingly having more in the tank. There's no title on the line. No one really, you know, look, look at the odds. Big ass Brian Cage could beat up Sting and Darby by himself. Let's be, let's call a spade. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm going to go Team Taz. But again, I, I'm sorry for uh, messing up the order here. No, no, you're good. Well, Quincy, um, you pick, did you pick, you pick Sting and Darby, right? Yeah, yeah. I picked Sting and Darby. Okay. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the only reason why I was thinking Sting and Darby is just because of the fact that. If he if Sting loses, this is just like him versus Triple H. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Very so, true. That's like, actually that's actually what, Triple uh, H, what, I, was, but, what I was gonna bring up as well. The past booking of Sting make kind of books you into or forces you into a corner where you're like, Well, I have to give him a W or else I look like the fucking Fed. Like I can't Well, I mean, at the same know, time, so. if if you take the risk of you know, a lot of people it brought a lot of attention to the decision to bring Sting in. So then if the, for yeah. you to even, you know, bring Sting in amongst all the criticism and all the controversy already surrounding it, and then you bring him in and then you have him get physical and you build up to this match and then you have him take an L, I mean, what are you saying? I mean, about this guy that you decided to spend money to bring in, like, you know, you, you, you present him as like this big entity, but then for him to take an L his first time out, I'm like, I don't think you're really protecting your booking decision by doing that, but that's, that's just me. That's just me. But yeah, who, who do you got? Well, the only, the only thing I think, that that kind of negates that a small fraction is the fact that Triple H isn't young, too young, hungry talents who need to get over, you know what I mean, in Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. That's the only thing I could see. Hey, hey, Sting talk, may be if, going, if, I, these guys need it more than me. I, if if Sting wanted me to powerbomb him, you're already over, bro. I mean, like, how many people are going to be like, how many, true. how many new new guys are going to be able to relish in that opportunity? But I, I see what you're saying, though, as far as I mean, because all they have is just this fake belt that's not recognized by anybody. That's all they got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yep. I, I, I agree with Doc. Like, like, it makes way more sense for Team Taz to go over. Like, I would definitely book it that way. If St- it, But like, I, what, what makes me think that Sting and Darby are going to win is because like, I mean, yeah, again, Quincy's point is the perception of Sting. Like, everybody's, like, it's we, we live in a recency bias era. So, it's like, what have you done for me lately? Even though Sting is a legend mm-hmm. and we've seen him win championships and we've seen him, even in TNA, he was prominent. Everybody's recent memory of Sting is like, okay, this dude got took an L to Triple H and then he got fucking in the ring just, like, absolutely, like, demolished and hurt and looked, it was scary against Seth Rollins, you know? So, uh, I think yeah. I think if I think if he takes this L in a street fight, like again to Quincy's point, what are you trying to say about this guy that he's just a guy? Just he's just here to take L's. Yeah, like like but, is, is he is he not worth the money that you paid to bring him over? Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But um, again, to Doc's point, gotcha. this is the kind of situation where you wouldn't normally have this guy take an L for young hungry talent. So you really, it's honestly an impossible match. It's really not a good match to have. Like. It, they should have had Sting come in and take get a get a W against somebody first before, 
you know, do you guys see, kind of yeah, thing. you guys see somebody like Paul White getting involved just off the strength of like, oh, TNT brother, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know, but but I don't think I don't think that's that's a link that we'll see. But, you know, it's funny you say that was I wondered if Sting signing was a big decision maker for show or for white coming over. You know what I mean? Possibly. I mean, you know, he, he was at the same. I mean, they, they share same experiences in the fact that, you know, again, what have you done for me lately? They, you know, they got kind of mistreated. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Um, I I could see that being a, a total reality, but it's, in terms of who's gonna win, because that's the only thing now that I'm probably kind of up in the air with with this match. Uh, we heard a lot of uh, rumors saying that it could potentially go the cine the cinematic route, but I don't I don't know I don't know what the, where they're gonna go with it. I mean, um, very true. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll have to see how it plays out. But uh, we have two more matches before we get out of here. But I do want to ask one more prediction from you guys uh, before we get into those matches. I think we got three. We got three do we? matches. Do we? Actually. Let me see. The only, yeah, ones, we have the, the only yeah. ones I have left are the, the, the tag team championships and then the uh, AW championship. Unless I'm missing. And we also have the face. face oh, face you're right. The you're right. I, match. Yeah, you're right. I skipped mm-hmm. past that one because I had all the other matches on top of it, the, the buy-in stuff. Uh, the, the, we'll, we'll go that then. Because, gotcha. um, you know, you know that actually fits into what I was about to ask because, you know, me and Doc were talking about this on the phone because we weren't sure if they're one of the same or, or two separate debuts, but only five out of the six uh, competitors for the face of the revolution ladder match were revealed. There's been uh, rumors that there's going to be a new face that's going to be brought in to debut possibly for that match as the sixth entrant. But then there's also talk from uh, Paul white who said that there's going to be a quote unquote hall of fame worthy talent coming in to sign a multi-year contract. Uh, If those are two separate things, that'd be great. Um, If I had to, I guess, do predictions, on that, um, do you guys think they're going to do the Brian Cage thing again and pretty much shoehorn the sixth competitor to win this thing? I mean, I, there's other people mm. I would have probably put in the match. Um, I don't know who's available due to what's going on pandemic-wise. But uh, let me give you my 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 pick for the match. Uh, I don't know who the sixth person is going to be, which I figured to be a fun little prediction as well. But as far as who's already uh, on the playing field, I'm going for Scorpio Sky on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna agree with you, Quincy. I, I uh, the sixth man thing I, is, you know, it's intriguing. But it, if you do it too many times in a row, it gets who who, who cares? It's not. You yeah, know, exactly. Fun and stuff about it. So, and you know, I, I got to go with my heart. If Sky's in the match, I, I feel like Doc's probably gonna pick Sky too. You know, because uh, we all know he's the most underutilized talent yep. on the fucking roster. So. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. He was speaking truth on commentary. Yeah, he was going. Yeah, he was on speaking commentary, truth yeah. on commentary this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I, I uh, definitely feel like uh, Sky out of the people there. I don't think Cody needs another shot. I think Lance being in the uh, match also is a good shot because he's been looking like money even since this weird face turn that's happened. But he's been consistent. Um, but I think Sky out of this out of the five that we know now in terms of you know in terms of who you think the last person will be I know that's definitely up for discussion too which I, again I, I agree with you Quincy I don't know if it could be one in the same and I think the reason why there's a lot of speculation on if whoever Paul White has in in mind is the same person that's been rumored because Khan 
has been pouring on the gasoline on revolution is going to have faces from from the past and present you know what i mean that show up so it makes it sound like we're expecting more than one person of sorts you know what i'm saying but yeah you know, one of the names that uh, that were was rumored uh, that a lot of people were talking about already was a lot of people were thinking that RVD might show up. I mean, and, and when you, think, yeah, about the you, narr- you think about the narrative of, quote unquote, face of a revolution, one of the companies that used the revolution tagline to their most aggressive marketing strategy was ECW. You know, um, yeah, you, you do got Taz there. You got you got Don Callis popping up every now and then. I mean, there are a few. Dude, remember Raven? Know, Raven was uh, in the crowd randomly. Like everyone was like, uh, oh, shit, is right. Ra- is Raven the, the, the exalted one? Remember that everyone was like, who who's the exalted one? And they kept having a bunch I forgot of. Like, about, yeah, you know, I so, about that. yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know if he should be in AEW to me. And you know me, I'm the biggest RVD fan. I'm sorry, Rob, but I feel like you really ruined a lot of your uh, your legacy with the stuff you were doing in in, in Impact. To be honest, that's just me. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, the whole Katie Four. I, mean, I have nothing against well, her. I have nothing against her. Dude. Like, yeah, I'm not even mad at that. It just seems like his focus is like in interviews, in shoot form, and on screen. It seems like he's just a money hound now. Like he he's. Mm-hmm. Just a, he's not a bit. He doesn't really care as much about wrestling as a whole, as an art. It's more mm-hmm. of this is paying my bills now. So whoever has the biggest checkbook, that's where I'm gonna go work. You know what I mean? So yeah. he's just more of a franchise player now. If that makes sense. So I, I, I get what you mean. So, but yeah, I, 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 I know you said I, RVD too. Doc, though, wouldn't you? Would, Doc, wouldn't you be like a little disappointed though if it was even though we all love RVD if that was the announcement? Seeing as how like the buildup yeah. with Paul White and everything was, you know, like it seems like it should be well, bigger than th- that. That is one thing. Well, see, because because okay, so let me let me clarify. I think RVD could be the sixth guy in the match. I don't know if RVD is the guy yeah. that's signing the the Hall of Fame worthy talent that he said. Because yeah. the the, re- the reason why I think Show or Paul White is trolling and saying that, like, I feel like it's him. I feel like he's signing as the as the wrestler. You think, you think it's going to be a heel? I, I think so, because, and, 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 I mean, only because, you know, he, he's like, I got the inside scoop that no one else knows. And it's like, well, why would you know? You mm-hmm. just got here. And it's like, oh, somebody, somebody of, quote, Hall of Fame worthy talent. And I'm like, well, that's you, because you're not going to get into the Hall of Fame now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm very, like, very true. And you know what? I know, the only reason I didn't think, I thought maybe he was just doing his due diligence, new commentator on the block. And I come, you know, what I mean, I got to hit the ground running. So, you know, the show Elevation hasn't started yet. And you're, sh- she, uh, you know, you're Shivani. I'm going to do it like me, Gene. You know, I got the hotline. That's what I thought, baby, at first. Oh, that's, you, that's you're true. putting down some that's very true. real. Uh, but, 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 you know, those are good motives, though. You know what I mean? To make himself a big deal. Who else would have the big scoop on Paul White? But Paul White himself. And why not make it a big thing? Why waste it on TV when you could be on pay-per-view? He, he you know also said and, that it's, so I, I do get that. He also said it's not who you think it is. That's another thing. He had yeah. Said. And which. But but with the before we go there, I think with the ladder match, I would say some names that I think it could be for the for the uh, for the sixth name. I think maybe Flip Gordon. We haven't heard about him in a while. Is he um, still in or I think. May, or or I mean, 
I remember he was with Ring of Honor. I, I don't know if he ended up resigning, but I it's hard not to think maybe Marty, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know if, you know, I, like you said, I think we were we were talking about last week, he he kind of re- returned to New Japan for some tapings, well, it seems. You yeah, know? There, so, there's, an know. Up, there's an update to that, and they ended up not using those tapings because of the huge uh, backlash they got online. He's backlash? Not, he's, oh, wow. Happy. Yeah, wow, I was okay. like, that sucks, dude. This guy's trying or to. Do you yeah, think he could has, be someone from New Japan or or Impact? That's that's true. I mean, if it's someone from New Japan, that'd be dope. But is, in terms of like, you're talking about the ladder match, correct? In, in terms of yeah, yeah, six yeah. guy, I think that'd be a better look. Um, you you could you know spice it up a little bit. Maybe it's someone from Impact. You know what I mean? Um, Trey Miguel. I don't know. He just do came back. Trey? To, he just came back to Impact, so. Uh, yeah. What's the name of uh, Mark's favorite? Austin. Uh... Ace Austin, baby. <laughs> what's the... Ace, Ace Austin. Austin. <laughs> that's... Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, man. But uh... now, what if it's Sam? You guys think maybe it's Sammy G because they're playing off of the whole he hasn't been on TV in a couple days or a couple weeks. Maybe I like it's Sammy that. G I actually like cool that off, come back as a, as a face. That'd be cool. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at yeah. that. I mean, you would think that he would be he would more or less be injected into something to do with Jericho and MJF uh, to cost them or to cost mm-hmm. them something or to finally bring a triumphant reveal behind something. You know what I mean? That's how they usually build these things up. Yeah. But if it was him, I wouldn't be mad. I mean, they would just have to, like, I could also see like them like kind of trying to put a hit out on Sammy. Like, you know, Oh, you, you know, you left the family. So we got to take you out kind of thing. Not that that's what I want to see, but mm-hmm. you know, you know me, I, I, I just want to see proud and powerful do well. It make daddy proud. That's all I want. Of course, of course. Um, now, in terms of uh, yeah, in terms of that Hall of Fame, it is specific though. I mean, it's got to be someone that's not a Hall of Famer already. I think I well, maybe it maybe not so. Maybe it doesn't have to because I I know a name I thought was maybe Kurt Angle. You oh know, yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. That's a good one though but, because he's not under he's contract. Un- he's not under contract. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. so. I mean, especially like I would have to think that if somebody like like Big Show made the move that there's other guys who are turning, you know, it's turning heads for them in WWE yeah. as well. Like, oh, shit. Like this guy is someone that we thought would be a lifer. You know what I mean? And he. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you never know, man. You never know. Um, I can't think of anyone else that's like anyone that's not under a Legends contract that would be even worth it bringing in. I mean. I could. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. that's true. It'll be interesting because I can see with this, if it's someone from the ladder match, maybe that's a swerve for whoever it really is. But who knows? But uh, yeah, yeah no, uh, but, we can uh, go to the tag match. If you yeah, want. yeah. La- last two matches, man. Young Bucks versus Jericho and MJF tag team championships. Uh, I'm going for the Young Bucks on this one, though. I'm not against uh, the type of entertainment we would get if MJF and Jericho won. Um, I just don't see the this team being the one that stops the Young Bucks, after they had to beat FTR for those championships. And I say that to say MGF and Jericho, to me, are not better than FTR as a team. So, yeah, that's all I got. I'm going to go with... uh, Though you got to remember... Championships! I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, the Bucks. I mean, normally I would say MGF and Jericho, but it seems like they're kind of angling towards Sammy to get involved. And I feel like him costing them the match might be better storyline wise than them winning the belts. Honestly, uh, if mm, just, just, it's to get, crazy. Just to, I didn't just even, just to, just to that. Sammy a little bit like, you know, I mean, cause I think, I feel like if you're going to 
take a guy, one of your young blue chipper prospects, if you're going to take him out of your big main heel stable, uh, he can easily fall back into obscurity unless you kind of give him a little juice afterwards. So I, I would kind of hope that he, that he gets involved somehow and maybe cost him a match. Uh, so I'm going to go with Bucks. All right. Nice. Doctor? I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go in uh, inner circle, inner circle, because I think um, they kind of let off the gas a bit uh, with inner circle though. They've been on TV for the most part. They kind of picked it back up this week a little bit, but I just think you're right. The Bucks, they had the match with FTR. Maybe the you know the difference maker was the fact Tully wasn't at ringside. They could always use that. They brought it up themselves as like this little backdoor reason why they lost. We all know they're probably going to revisit it. But I just feel like the Bucks have not really done much with the tag division at their disposal since becoming the champs. They've given tag team titles or opportunities or shots for opportunities to teams that aren't even ranked in like the hybrid two. And I'm glad they called out proud and powerful, but that's just not what you, what you do. You know what I mean? I, I'm yeah, trying to see them defend them like every other week. You know what I mean? On TV. Well, with hangman and, Ome- and Omega, we saw that a lot. Yeah. And even FTR when they were doing their like 15 minutes and, you know, what SC- I mean, like they, at least SCU. they were showcasing people. SEU was putting on some yep. uh, some programs, too, man. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and I, and I, I feel like the know? Bucks, I don't want to say they've been lazy, but a lot of their they have. I don't know if they're stuck between they definitely what seem we preoccupied were, with with uh, with executive work or something. Right. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's because they don't want to come off as we're EVPs and we put the straps on ourselves and we're booking ourselves on TV every week. Yeah, because they can't a, just a beat everybody every week. Because if they beat everybody every week, yeah, they're, they're going to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, but I also don't want to see them hug their dad every week or, yeah, you know right. I mean? or, or something in between Facts. like pushes it. So I, I, I feel like I need like kind of a I feel like they're also distracted with this good brother thing, because while I didn't even entertain the, the thought of Sammy running in to cost anybody anything, I thought to me, good brothers would probably fuck this up for the bucks, in my opinion. And then that that's going to strengthen that storyline. But I'm going to go inner circle because I just think there's more uh, at the end of that branch in terms but of more, like more story they can booking. tell. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. Uh, and before, yep. we, get, before yep. we get to the main event, um, I missed this earlier. Were you going to Sting and Darby or Team Taz, Mark? Uh, I'm going Sting and Darby. Okay. And then so now this brings us to the main event. Exploding barbed wire death match. John Moxley taking on the reigning, mm-hmm. defending AEW world champion, Kenny Omega. I am going for Kenny Omega in this one. I expect John Moxley to take a break um, the way his last promo kind of hit. But then again, he could be swerving me. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think he would win because he won this time last year, the same belt, you know? So, um, and I think there's more story to tell with Kenny as champion in terms of this forbidden door that continues to revolve or, you know, and spin around and around as far as what talent could be possibly on the other side. I think Kenny, mm-hmm. it works better with Kenny as the champ. I don't know why. Uh, maybe the, the Japan ties. I yeah. Don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm going for Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm going to pick Kenny as well. Um, I'm not exactly looking forward to the match. Don't know if I'm going to watch the entire thing. Yeah. I'm kind of weird about it too. Like, I feel like it just didn't need this. Am I, I the only one that feels care. that way? It just sounds so ridiculous and dumb the, to me. 
to be honest with you. I mean, I know it's a real. I, I think what it is, it, it's a, it's like why? No, I get you, Mark. I think what it is is like you had the unsanctioned match. I was just so gonna why, say it's yeah. like what stopped you from going this this far when it was unsanctioned and unrecorded, but now it's like we're gonna do something bigger than unsanctioned and it's official now. You know what I mean? It's right, kind of, right. it, it, it's weird. It, 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 yeah, you know what I mean? So I get you on that. It's that other point too of they kind of put some pressure on themselves because they keep saying this is the first uh, American, like main, like, you know, a mainstream American company that's ever done one of these matches, right? Let alone that it's being done on pay-per-view. And if, if it's famous in Japan mm-hmm. and you got this new forbidden door or whatever they want to call it open you know with this relationship i would think that there's some officials in uh, new japan or other elsewhere other companies in japan keeping an eye on this match to see how well they're going to execute one of their like traditions you know what i mean um i just mm-hmm. hope they, they didn't just like i said put pressure on themselves to fuck up you know what i mean because you I know just, uh, quincy not to interrupt you but i just i really like the whole promo where he where Kenny had challenged him to the match. It's just like it's almost like he pulled it out of thin air. It's like, what are we even? It really, like, it I know really felt that way, hundred percent. And so, in my opinion, if if any sort of gimmick is going to be put on this match, I think it should be some sort of loser leaves the show or some sort of like you know way to get Moxley off TV for a while so he can I don't know wrestle in Japan or whatever the fuck he's going to do. But they, these guys need to not touch after this. Like this shit is getting like like I don't Ridiculous, I'm yeah. interested in it. So uh, uh, hopefully surpasses my expectations i guess but uh I, i'm sorry doc who, who did you have in this oh i didn't even ring in yet i was actually waiting for mark to did who did he say kenny i say yeah. kenny yeah yeah damn it, yeah i'm kenny. going with kenny as well um i think it just makes the most sense mox cut that uh impassioned promo about you know what a way to go out um i think it's also important the absence of mox in a go home show i mean it seemed like he drilled in the the go home promo of why you should see this must see match a week early um but it's also important to note this i don't know if you guys have read this but like mox had told khan when he came in don't play with me like don't even tease matches if you don't want me to go like full bore because if yeah, you don't want me to then yeah. don't ask me basically and so i'm sure I that fully stems from that uh, this match that, to be hard i was gonna say i'm sure that stems from the, his, his experience I was gonna say I'm sure it extends from his his experience trying to plan that match with Brock Lesnar, where it's like, so we're doing this yeah, no DQ, or are we not exactly. doing this no DQ? You know, he's like, dude, we could do so much, yeah, but exactly. fuck it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't blame him. I don't, exactly. I mean, you know. Yeah, and, and and so I just feel like I fully expect this match to be difficult to watch, especially if we have to follow it. Um, you know, with with the unsanctioned match, we've seen other things get. You know, you're talking about. Be doing worse than was it a uh, was it a sharpshooter over was it shards broken, of glass? glass he had to uh, climb, you know what I mean? Yeah, he had that barbed wire you know like I mean? bed of that, fucking that web of barbed wire and shit that they fucking off the stage. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I don't know what it, else. Exactly, what else? You know what I mean? So it's gonna it's gonna be a spectacle, but I fully expect it to deliver. To believe it or not, you know what I mean? And and I think because they had that guy that was in one of the bigger ones give it his kind of, uh, you know, tip of the hat. Like, I think it's a fitting stipulation. Do I agree with Mark that the stipulation came out of thin air? Oh, yes, it did. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't make sense for Omega to be the uh, birthing pool for that idea. That's not his style. But um, 
we like, put that yeah. aside, it makes perfect sense for Mo- for Mox to be beat at what's considered his own game for him to be gone for a while and then come back like fucking Bruce or not Bruce Willis, but John McClane on fucking crack. You know what I mean? But so it, it I is, think it's it, going to be a uh, Kenny Omega for sure. It is interesting when you think about these two guys, you got a guy like uh, Moxie synonymous with extreme matches like that. Then you got Omega who's uh, built a, a quite reputable name in Japan itself. So for those two guys to be the ones that are going to be in this Americanized version of this, I mean, it kind of is fitting. Um, but needed, I mean, it's like y'all should have pulled the trigger on this, uh, at fucking, uh, a full gear. You know what I mean? Um, uh, for, for the unsanctioned yeah, match, but I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch the car wreck just like everybody else, man. Um, but yeah, that, that's the predictions officially from the Quincy Jones show for a uh, revolution yeah. going down this Sunday again, man. Um, I want to thank you, Mark McFly, again for your time. Good, sir. Getting those muscles going in the nest. No, no, hey, no problem. Quincy, yo, but real quick, um, because I'm not going to be in on the AEW review. Can I just give you a little why the fuck? Oh, of course. I, I'm a little like, and and I don't know, you guys can maybe correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not like a, you know, I'm not a historian or anything, but the amount, like I was watching this Shaq and Cody match with the, or the tag mm. match. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to outright criticize the match because it wasn't like offensive or anything, but and it's not just this match, but like in AEW, it seems like every time somebody does a fucking move, they look at the fucking camera. They look into the camera. They do their talk. Like it's like it's it's like at what point is it is it is it just like ridiculous? Honestly, like is that psychology or is that just like pretending to be a wrestler? I don't really understand. Like a lot a lot of times, I feel and the, and the Bucks do it. A lot of guys I, do it. Where it's like, no, you're right. Okay, Every spot, we're going to have like a little like, okay, this is the obligatory taunt. Like, we have to do this right now. Like, we one have to person. Look at the camera at this second. And it, it really takes me out of it, man. It takes me out of the match. It, it makes it feel really yeah. No, no, I, I know you what know, you mean. So. Because one person in particular that does that a lot, and, and he did it a lot, a lot until like his, he had a match recently. I can't remember against who. Uh, but I think it was, was it Kenny. I can't remember who it was. But it, uh, what's his name? Um, Joey Janela used to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. You would hit a move and then hit a pose. It's and very, it's indie. I'm telling you, it's yeah, indie shit. And it's, very, it's, 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 uh, like, it's, it's, it's just so looks like weird. Wannabe. And, and, and I know, and I know what you mean because we've seen those movies where, yeah, they'll, they'll it's, like, a, it's like you're trying to, like, I was gonna say, like, no, the, the, no, the, I was gonna say, it's yeah. like you're trying to, trying to, uh, it's trying, you're trying to get your shit in, but what you're taught, and it's like the thing yeah. you think is over. But it's really not that over. You're just it's trying like, to swell it, it, it in is it not, is because it not you're like on TV now. Is it not like some video game shit, Doc? Where you're like, uh, like yeah, I was about like to say, yeah, taunting. Like, it, it's it. That's like if yeah, after every. That's like if after every attack, punch, or move, like Adam Cole hit the Adam Cole, right? But he only hits it once at the most opportune time. But it's like, right. right. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, because like because you, you'll see those movies where they'll try to do like a pro wrestling scene. And you see that they focus more on the wrestlers themselves being self-aware and over-sensationalizing yeah, the show yeah. aspect part of it, mm-hmm. which is why they'll do the, the mean poses and, and you 100%. know, as opposed to like, well, you know, again, are we playing wrestler here? Are, are we yeah. doing the Hollywood's uh, perception of what wrestling looks like? Or are we actually two guys in, in a competitive matchup trying to right, win? Right, right. You know and what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, baby face yeah. is sure they're going to play to the crowd. They're going to taunt. Heels like MJF, they're supposed to play to the crowd. They're supposed to do that shit. But if every heel and every baby face does, again, which is the problem in wrestling right now, is if yeah. everybody does something, then nothing is special. So if everybody's, you know what I call that for every everything, it's it's it, it doesn't mean anything. 
it, it, it's like a sense of they're at Gorilla, their music about to hit, and then they look at Tony. What's my motivation? <laughs> and then they go out there. Uh, that's good. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Exactly. I, I totally get you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. tag match wasn't too bad. It wasn't. I mean, I was surprised they had it first, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like someone like Shaq mm. should be should be posing out there every every move because he doesn't have any idea of psychology, right? But bro, go back. When, someone when, go back and yeah, he doesn't know what else to do. Yo, somebody go back and count the amount of poses in that match, bro. That yeah. was a pose off, bro. Yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, yeah. honestly, that so should have just been left for Jay, Jade and Sh- and Shad or Shaq because they're the new ones. They're the new people. They don't know. Like, they great. don't know they're better. Great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was so, thinking too. Like those yeah. who should be there, like, yo, act like you've been here before. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you've exactly. only been at an indie show. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's act like you've been in a professional setting. Thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, the, yeah, that, those are the mm-hmm. official predictions, man, of the K, uh, Quincy Jones show. Again, uh, I do want to say thank you to Mark McFly, man, making that time in between uh, those reps, getting those muscles and stuff. You know, big pop of McFly over there. You know, I mean, I see what you're doing. You know, you got your hookup. Holler if you hear him. That's all I got to say. You know what I mean? I hear him. I hear him. You know what I mean? Holler. 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 uh, It's great. Great talking to you, my friend. Uh, Definitely looking forward to uh, seeing who who, uh, walks away with the predictions belt yet again. Uh, But interested to see, uh, you know, what what, uh, comes to fruition uh, as well. But uh, looking forward to uh, having you back on the show, my friend. Yeah, man. Uh, Definitely. Definitely. Had a good time. Thanks, man. Until next time, that that is McFly. Uh, uh, you got yeah. <laughs> uh, that is McFly. Oh, no, no, I, I was gonna say I, I'm. Oh, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I, I I can't wait to see what happens this weekend because I feel like it's it's gonna whatever happens is we're gonna talk about it for sure. I already know, so we'll see mm-hmm. what's up. And I could say yeah. that CM Punk has already come out to confirm that he is not the Hall of Fame worthy uh, person signing this multi year contract. So sorry, Marks and Neckbeard. What a humble guy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'll talk, talk to you later. <laughs> talk to you later, McFly. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. McFly! <laughs> well, I'm not going to waste any time here as we're uh, getting to the end of the show. Let's, uh, you know, do a little quick review here of Dynamite. It was the go home, the crossroads, if you will. Uh, this is going to be a little bit more discussion more than it is reporting. I- I'll tell you that much. Cody Rhodes, Red Velvet versus Shaq and Jade Cargill. Um, I mean, I only made a few uh, notes on certain spots here. Uh, I thought Velvet looked really good in this match. Uh, Jade looked really good from someone that we yeah. were kind of hoping to see a glimpse of something, you know, leading up to this match. Um, Shaq mm-hmm. actually played his role. He didn't do too much at all. Um, I mean, yeah, he wasn't too over the top. He, he was exactly he, he what wasn't he too invo- Shaq would yeah. be as a wrestler. He wasn't too involved. He wasn't like. Hey, yo, that Pat McAfee dude was talking shit. I want to do a backflip, too. <laughs> wanna, <laughs> yeah, for real. No, we're going to do it with the Shaq salt. <laughs> hey, well, first of all, what's, what's up yeah, with yeah, that? No, it, it wasn't <laughs> about him. Who, who the fuck are the Diesel Dog Mafia? <laughs> I just want to know that, by the way. I don't know if you've seen that. That was in his, he, uh, his I, Titan no, show. No idea. Diesel, Diesel Dog. Yeah, Diesel Dog. Oh, man. Uh, but I, you know what? I had fun watching this, bro. It wasn't it wasn't bad. I mean, I know I've been kind of critical, mostly because I don't know what Shaq's current uh, physical acumen is. I see him on inside the NBA or li- or limitations. You know, you know like I mean? he might and, have some limitations. And, and mind you, this is not me taking anything away from this guy. He used to play four quarters, not a full four four quarters, but cardio obviously had to be up if he was you know a key part 
of mostly mm. every team he's been on to, you know, get them points, crash the boards. I get it. You got to be an athlete. It was just, again, you got JR in my ear telling me one thing and I'm seeing something else with my eyes, but it was worth the wait. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I won't say this is better than like, I wasn't super impressed. Like I was with Pat McAfee, not to make it a shot versus Pat thing, just because of the, the recent Twitter stuff, but the most recent celebrity encounter, mm. I mean, we're not going to count bad bunny. He just made a, a pinfall, you know what I mean? After priest knocked out of truth. So that yeah. we, ain't, we ain't gonna count that. Uh, but yeah, I, I actually did enjoy this match. Uh, like I said, uh, he didn't get over involved and yeah, everybody was good. The table spot was good. Uh, I, I think the only notes I had was, yeah. uh, you know, Shaq just needed, you know, someone needed to let him know, you know, tradition, you got to cut the nails, you know, we don't want to hurt nobody and cut nobody. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but other than I'm that, uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. just like. When you hey, it's like when you play pickup ball, man. Nobody wanna yes. get scratched by the dude that didn't cut their nails and, and the jump ball what? and the and the hack and the rebound, nothing. Like no, the the fuck shit though. The fuck shit is like the guy who didn't cut the nails and you kinda like, yo, foul. And they and they get mad at you like they giving you shit. I'm like, yo, bro, cut your nails. Yeah, like, it's like be- nah. You- this ain't me yeah, complaining. Yeah. I ain't being next dramatic. time I'll blast you out. Like, Word. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm, sure some of my mm-hmm. skin is underneath them nails, bro. You better not commit a crime. Because I better not mm-hmm. die tomorrow because they're going to convict you. <laughs> they're going to be able to mm-hmm. find some evidence on you, bro. But anyways, uh, from here we had uh, well, anything else you want to uh, you want to add to the, the Cody Shaq thing? I mean, obviously we had that. No, spot. no, I mean, I. I, I, mean, I, I will say I was surprised that it was so early. Um, yeah, yeah. But even though it went on so early, uh, I thought it, it delivered more than I thought it was. I didn't really have much expectations, except we're going to get big man spots from Shaq. Fully expected Paul White to get involved. He did not. Um, yeah. The only thing that I thought looked a little telegraph was him being on the apron that far out, which I to- if, maybe if totally forget noticed, that the tables were there. Yeah. But still, the fact. I was going to say his willingness to take the bump. Yeah. Uh, I thought was commendable for sure. If you, know you, notice, I mean? if so. you notice, he started walking over there too early. Cause you see the ref go over to him and point like, go get back on the corner. Like it would, even as a ref, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Cause you're like, bro, mm-hmm. you can't be that but, far away from the corner. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know you're shacking all, but yeah. Hey, this is I will say house. though, Jade, Jade, both Jade and velvet got a good look though. And I think it's they important did. because you know, now from from a from a person of color standpoint, Swole has been showcased, but Where not consistently she? and not a lot. Where I is? Oh no, you know what I mean. And so she hasn't been written off. I don't. I don't know what's going on. So to me, I think. Uh, my bad. I, I I think it's just uh, good that we have not one but two people of color, uh, and they're. You know, one's gargantuan and, and powerful. The other one is small and fast and, and charismatic. You know what I'm saying? They're both charismatic. So I think it was good for everyone involved, to be honest with you. It was, and, it was a good look. You know what? Mm-hmm. Not, to, not to take anything away from Red Velvet, but now that you mentioned her, and I couldn't help but not even think of her, and that's on me this entire time, but what if they would have given that spot to Swole as opposed to Red Velvet? That would have been interesting kind of help swallow out yeah yeah that definitely would have been interesting get get yeah get her, but i think uh, what makes it work is the fact that kind of redeem her from the tooth and nail uh, situation uh, you know yeah definitely but at the same time swole hasn't really been a uh unless they would have done it on screen she hasn't really shown besides just personal admiration i haven't seen a personal relationship 
with her and the Nightmare family as a whole. Whereas Red Velvet was kind of brought on screen as a yeah, that's prospect. True. So she already had a little bit of Nightmare Family. So I think the yeah. link kind of she know, already had the involvement. Yeah, yeah it was kind of leg up a little bit. I, I could just see you. I could just see her though, like mm-hmm. you know, little girl. <laughs> uh, now, Brandy, now, Brandy now, I get you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. I, I, it would have been a good spot for her. I think because yeah, Swole but versus Jade is a money match. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? why I was but, thinking too. You yeah. know, but yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, finish up. No, 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 no. I was pretty much all the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, next, we had a. I mean, I have one line here. Pocket Phoenix versus Jobbers. Uh, one note. Pretty much one with a 450 splash in the Phoenix driver. So, again, you know, adding mm-hmm. more speculation yeah. to our original smash. predictions. Yeah. Super smash. I, sure. I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. Uh, Pentagon and, and, and Phoenix are the Lucha Brothers. Pac and Phoenix are the Smash Brothers, dog. Make they smash him, bro. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, is he Koopa? Is he? Is he Kirby? Well, oh, hey, hey, word, word, word the evil Uno and Stu Grayson though. The I, was, I, was, Smash I, I was about to say you may you may want to. Then then again, you got Kip, you got Kip and Mero who play video games, and you know they don't play. So you better watch. You better watch your mouth, mm-hmm. Mister. Uh, next, we had the Inner Circle press conference here. I'm gonna try to breeze through this. Uh, they show up with the inner circle, except Jake Hager. No explanation there. Um, could be at training camp. I don't know how these things work. Uh, we had quite yeah, a few. Yeah, uh, they said last week. Because he had the match with Cutler uh, last, last week. week. They said yeah. he had another fight coming up. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, on commentary. No, so. Yeah, his his mm-hmm. match with, mm-hmm. with Cutler, though, I was, like, looking at him in the, in the ring. I was like, oh, your nose is still broken from that fight. You could still tell. Uh, but he, he, he healing. Mm-hmm. Big hurt, baby. You know what I mean? Championships and whatnot. But... Uh, we had a few uh, special guests I here. Got, I got a hurt. <laughs> well, we had uh, some guys from the Bleacher Report. We had Conrad Thompson. We had uh, Eric Bischoff. Eric B for president. Holla at me. Uh, and, uh, yep. you know, they, they asked a myriad of different questions. Uh, mostly, if you notice, they asked them mostly towards Jericho. Like, MGF barely answered any of the questions. But uh, they pretty much asked him, you know, what the tag team championships mean to them. They asked him why they beat up Papa Buck. And, uh, you know, even the Conrad at one point said, you know, the fighting's kind of ceased. Would you uh, consider letting Sammy Guevara back in the inner circle? Which, of course, uh, Jericho was not happy about. Uh, then Eric Bischoff asked, actually asked, what's this, the health status of Papa Buck and why would they motivate the young bucks to come back with a vengeance? Uh, MGF says it was Santana's idea, actually, to beat up Papa Buck. Uh, and uh, they actually refers to him as the, their bitch-ass pops. <laughs> but... Uh, then he also yeah, goes yeah, on. <laughs> he also goes on to talk about quote unquote malnourished Matthew and not so slick. Wish my hair was still thick, Nick Jackson. Uh, of course, from here the Bucks interrupt. Uh, they put over their dad uh, a ton. Uh, say that that pretty much th- that their dad did everything that they guessed their dads didn't, which I guess was supposed to be like a daddy left me kind of joke. Uh, basically said if it oh, wasn't. Okay. Basically said if it wasn't for men like their dad who couldn't afford to pay for a college education, so he built a ring in their backyard by hand. The Young Bucks wouldn't be here. A.W. probably wouldn't be here. And they say guys like MGF would still be waiting on a callback from the Rosie O'Donnell show. While guys like Jericho at this point in his career would probably be jerking the curtain at the Performance Center. Good little pop there. Uh, they also talked about that their dad also taught them to not only stand up for themselves, but sometimes that means that you got to kick some ass, uh, as they hit some super kicks on uh, proud and powerful and brawl with the rest of the inner circle, uh, Jericho and MJF hightail it out. The ring as Brandon Cutler comes to help. And, you know, Brandon Cutler was real intimidating when he got the champion running out scared. 
<laughs> no, nah, but uh, he comes out to help and brawls with Santa, <laughs> brawls with Santana and Wardlow. Uh, the Good Brothers come out with a table, set it up in front of the heel entrance tunnel, and then uh, mm-hmm. they set up another table at ringside. You got Nick climbing the tunnel, and uh, pretty much you got Nick hitting a swanton as uh, Matt runs off the stage, cactus style, and hits a running diving elbow drop through the table on Proud and Powerful. I'm not digging the fact that Proud and Powerful once again are becoming. The, the fall guys. I mean, it's much to what Sammy was saying, you know, yeah. I mean? you know um, but it's always proud yeah. and powerful taking these hits, man. I don't, I'm not, I'm not digging it. That's just me. Anyways, video package. Yeah. Highlight. I hey, mean, mm-hmm. no, no, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say it's too bad. Too bad. Hager had a fight coming up because I would have taken out the big guys, Warlow and Hager. That way they weren't a, a, a factor possibly going into the paint, but you know, I'm not the young Very buck, true. so that's just me. We are not the young bucks. <laughs> uh, video package highlighting John Moxley versus Kenny Omega at a revolution as they get the innovator of the death match legend, Asushi Onida, to speak on behalf of the stipulations mm-hmm. for this match, which was a good look for those who are aware of who he is. Uh, from here, we get... Uh, kind of probably... coined it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, from here, or, we get... Yeah. We get, or we get gave, gave it a stamp, I mean, my bad. I mean, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. Like they, I mean, <laughs> yeah, who knows? For, fourth quarter book. Like they should have got this guy like weeks ago to talk about this shit. But whatever. I mean, yeah. all, the, the only yeah, other thing we true. got, the, all we ever gotten is last week where we got Kenny in some weird ass costume, like acting like he's in woodshop class, fucking hammer. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It, it no, yeah, it doesn't, welding. God knows what. Yeah, it does. It doesn't put any uh, any fear into my heart about how what this match could bring. But anyways. We get uh, probably the, the match that I popped for the most. Uh, I'm just going to open this up for discussion. We had FTR and Tully Blanchard for the first time in 29 years in physical capacity taking on Jurassic Express. Let me just start off by saying FTR and Tully are cornered by J.J. fucking Dillon. Ten pounds of silver, mm-hmm. NWA, United States Championship on his waist, which is the same belt he won against Magnum TA in an I Quit match at Starcade 85, but I digress. Lots of horseman references, and he never match. quit. Never quit. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of lots of horseman references. Uh, you know, we had commentary discussing, you know, Arn Anderson turning on Luger to join the Horsemen. Yeah, JJ Dillon uh, sliding in, sliding Dax's shoe to hit the shoe spot, the old heat spot with the cheap shot, as mm-hmm. I like to call it, man, for a near fall. And I just got to, mm-hmm. I had to take time out to say, shout out to Cash for hitting a move I haven't seen in a while. And that was the Oklahoma slam out the corner. That was awesome to see. I'm sorry. Personal favorite. Yeah, boy. Personal favorite. You know who does that, actually, uh, if if, if they go back to giving them TV time, was Hobbs used to do that. Oh, right. Not anymore. So. Sorry, Hobbs. Mm -hmm. Sorry. It's just the that that, I felt like I was watching an old school match. I really enjoyed that match. I loved it. I mean, there was a lot of spot. I mean, like, you know. Like I told you, dude, I, I screamed like a like a girl watching the Beatles when I saw it. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, Dylan, what?" Saw the saw the she spot, and I was mm-hmm. beaming from ear to ear. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll just catch you up on the finish here because I, I did like a, a lot of the stuff that was going on here. Uh, there was a cool move that Luchasaurus did. Uh, well, Jungle Boy hit a Hurricane Rana on Dax, and uh, uh Lucha kind of caught Dax in midair with like a power slam. I don't know if you caught that. That was kind of awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. we had FTR hit yeah. the power. Hit the, the power plex as per usual. Marco didn't get too involved in this match. Uh, you know, he got thrown in the, in the tully at one yeah. point by Lucha. He hit that diving splash. 
uh, to break up a pin attempt uh, out of the dragon suplex that cash hit. Um, but, you know, we did get Luchasaurus nailing, nailing fucking Tully uh, with the tail whip. Mm. Uh, he didn't miss with that one at all. Uh, but you know what? Before then, we did get yeah, was the, it the, the tail whip. The tail flip? Tail, or, yeah, yeah, the tail whip. Yeah, tail whip. There you go. Uh, we, we also, I forgot, I, I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't uh, mention the slingshot suplex classic style from Tully. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, had to get that. But uh, finish to comes. Marco. To Marco. Or, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. The finish comes when Jungle Boy tries, uh, tries for a suicide dive, but a cameraman with a camera kind of runs into him with the camera you know if you look back he actually hits him with the camera um he did it real slick yeah i don't know what yeah yeah they were trying to say it was a ring guy right or whatever like well, yeah they, yeah, they said so. it was a camera guy i mean when you look like you see when he comes in a frame but he's not overly obvious he's just a guy like taking pictures ringside yeah. and then he gets a little bit closer a little bit yeah. closer you know but or a uh, photographer i guess yeah like like they like dax sold it yeah. because dax looked confused and he was asking him if he was okay you know what I mean? On, on the floor and shit. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, the finish came when Luchasaurus reached his head out to try to grab Dax back into the ring. Uh, the cameraman, the same cameraman, quote unquote, uh, uh, hits him with the camera again. And one, two, three with the triple, uh, the I guess the triple man uh, pile driver, spike pile driver, I should say. For the win, we get the reveal. The yeah. cameraman is a shaven and newly blonde Sean Spears. Now, it looks like he's Officially joining the fold of Tully and FTR as uh, Dax embraces him, uh, and they all put their hands in yeah, the huddle. Of, yeah, yeah, just like oh, I'm watching. Yeah, instead of instead of FTR featuring Sean Spears, yeah, it's now Sean Spears and FTR. Maybe they're the revelation. I don't know what it is. But I mean, it yeah, they great. were they were promoting it, like putting it over, like it was like you know, yeah. well, there's four of them. You know, they had the you know that they put their hands in the huddle. You know, uh, kind of had a, a new stable mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then oh, you got well, yeah, the old school huddle. But then, but yeah. then, but then you got Arn Anderson, that JJ you, Dillon huddle. But this is where it gets weird because you got Arn Anderson, who's a face, who comes out the face tunnel, and he 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 strokes his beard a little bit, and then he points at him and he throws up the the four horsemen hand signal. I was like, that's cool, but. You know, people are going to have a field day. Like, well, why would he show up? And if he, I mean, yeah, he has mad connections and, 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 and a direct link to the horsemen, obviously. You know what I mean? But most people are going to be like, well, he's a mm-hmm. face. Why would he even come out? They're, they're not even, they're not even like their storylines don't even cross. This isn't, you know what I mean? It's people are going to complain about it. You know what I mean? So, whatever. Yeah. I, I, to me, the way I looked at it was he looked, he went out there, he pointed at JJ and Tully and just threw up the, like, like, we're, we're like, even though Rick wants them to do with us, we we still have a a, a bond. We're still horsemen, you know. what I mean, because to me, I even down to the way JJ kind of stole some minute mic time and said that that's the best thing you're ever going to see tonight. You know, you could tell that was a real comment based on how the atmosphere feel felt because that whole thing from top to bottom, the sweatsuits, the robe, the belts. JJ accompanying them, the shoe, the loaded Nikon spot, you know what I mean? That's all horsemen one-on-one shit, you know what I mean? And it felt like a big moment, like, okay, Spears has returned to the family. And, like, it felt like a horseman-type review, like, when he got to the ring. And like you said, they got the huddle, which is, like, that classic JJ Dillon horseman huddle. It, it To me, there's money in whatever could happen. It was weird that Arn went out there because at first you see Tony jump on stage, look like he's going to get a word with them, but it actually seems he's going to, you know, do the interview with, yeah, with Paul okay, White. So but the, yeah, it, it was weird, but 
you know, the yeah. funny thing about that is, is I thought that he was going to have some sort of interaction with them too, but it, you know, it looked like that he was, mm-hmm. he just, he, maybe he jumped the shark and uh, was getting ready for his bit with Paul a little early while they were still in the ring. But the funny thing is, I don't know if you heard this yeah. because they had the, the live house mic on, you can hear, Whoa. <laughs> you can hear Dax when they had the blanket out. He said, we're the best fucking tag team on this planet. And you fucking know it. I was like, love it. Yeah. Love all of it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, from here we did get, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we did get uh, him welcoming officially Paul White to AEW who comes out with a kind of a whatever theme song. I hope that's not his real theme song. It's just like, you know, one of those whatever ones they have for the personality. Oh, like, yeah, like, remember generic. that one? Remember that you said that? Yep. <laughs> Back yep. in that WWF days. So I, was, I hope it's that. But he did have this mm-hmm. whole oh, yeah. no more BS type of. Uh, was it? Didn't it? <laughs> Yo, didn't that end up being Linda McMahon's song like inadvertently? Yes, it did. Low key. I mean, it's like, what is she? It's like, oh, damn, we don't have a Titan Tron, but we need more. We need more video footage of Linda. Do we have any more slap shots? Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah. you know, uh, I will say that he had he was doing this whole no BS thing, uh, which I. You know, again, play on words. No BS. Mm-hmm. No more big show. I guess no more BS. That's what I got from it, pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, especially when you think about the yeah. the colors yeah. of the shirt were the same colors as I think his very first shirt. Anyway, it's like the black and blue motif. Yeah. Fuck. Well, uh, anything. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as far as what to take away from this, he pretty much teases the fans that they didn't see this turn coming. Uh, talks about his upcoming commentary duties with Tony on AEW Dark Ele- Elevation on YouTube. And I also talks about him, uh, refers to himself doing a few things he's passionate about, says he uh, already has the big scoop on Tony Khan signing a quote unquote Hall of Fame worthy talent to a big contract at Revolution, which is, you know, obviously we talked about it with Mark McFly. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll just have to tune it out, man. I mean, you know, no use in sh- talking it up even more now. I know we talked a little bit at length about it earlier in terms of who we think it could be, but. Um, you know, good to see Paul White. Uh, I mean, you know, when you think about it, because uh, one thing that Jericho was saying is it was a good get for them to get Paul White because as they start mm-hmm. trying to expand globally, you know, a lot of like say if they're trying to yeah. his, his example was that they're trying to get like some TV rights in India and they may not know who a Kenny Omega or the mm-hmm. Bucks are. But yeah, I saw this. Yeah, yeah, you got you got mm-hmm. a guy who's super duper recognizable in the business in Big Show or Paul White, and uh, yeah, it does help for stuff like that. So mm-hmm. definitely a smart get. But uh, you know what? Next, we're going to do another uh, little bit of discussion here because I, I don't have the air in my lungs to keep up with this. I wrote it down, but, I mean, we're just going to get into it. Women's Eliminator Tournament Finals, Nyla Rose versus uh, Ryu Mizunami. Um I will say Mizunami has got quite a uh, reputation these past couple of weeks based on her, her matches on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, being featured on the Japan side. Uh, or I should say the Japan bracket mm-hmm. uh, of the tournament itself. Um, she had a great match here with Nyla Rose. I don't know why Nyla Rose can't look this good all the time because uh, she even could look good losing. Um, you know, I've been more mm-hmm. critical of when she's facing her smaller opponents and just it just I don't know, like I said, like the way they promoted or the way they were pushing her and booking her before seems that it's differed. But this was a great match. I don't know who man, who agented this match, but I love the back and forth. It was very believable. Um, the test of strength between the two. It was like a battle of, of uh, momentum, pretty much uh, both trying to show their mm-hmm. uh, their dominance with shoulder blocks and trying to toss each other around the match. But uh, finish came where we had uh, a spear out of nowhere. 
from uh, Mizunami onto uh, the Native Beast and mm -hmm. followed up with a di uh, diving leg drop for the one, two, three. Um, guillotine. guillotine. Guillotine leg drop. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Psychosis. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I like the match. How'd you feel about mm -hmm. the match? Uh, it that was the one that excited me this week, like Lance and Phoenix did last week. Uh, pretty much the same, the same type of uh basis, the momentum shift. Um, had me really just all eyes on it. Um, really good match for Nyla, probably the best she's worked in a while. Makes me think maybe she needs to continue working with the bigger girls and they need to look for. Uh, people that got a little bit more meat on their bones to bring the best out of Nyla in a sense, you know, they could absorb more in terms of physicality. Aesthetically, I mean, like it looks said, better too. Chris Statlander and exactly. And, and, and in a mixed tag, both Pritt Baker and Chris Statlander got hurt by the same by Nyla. And it might've been because the size difference, what, who knows, weight differential. So, but uh, no, good match, definitely a phenomenal match. So. Yeah, I had uh, some weird uh, goings down post-match as, again, you know, Ryu uh, Mizunami not only won the match against Nyla Rose, but she uh, is the official winner of the Eliminator uh, tournament uh, as far as the trophy, and she's also won herself an opportunity. Mm. Or the challenge, cup, yeah. Uh, yeah, she actually won the cup. Now now she has a championship match against Hikaru Shida coming this Sunday. Uh, we already threw down our predictions for that, but, you know, they did have a kind of like a little preview there. And again, I don't know if this was like an insider type of logic between them because they have history together, but they shook hands and then they started just punching each other. Like it was just, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, mm. it definitely made you arms. Stiff that. Yeah. Mm. It was, and then you got Hikaru with, with like she got heels on and she's still <laughs> like handing out the knockout shots and stuff like that. But um, yeah, we got a little mm. preview uh, between the two. Um, I mean, I'm honestly interested to see how this goes. Uh, and this is not no hate, but it's interesting to see. I'm looking forward to appreciating more Joshi wrestling that doesn't have the name. Uh, what's her name? Uh, see, I can't remember her name now. It's all good. Riho. Rio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hear you. I don't think she's the right face to be the introductory um, to, to the new killer like a new, yeah. for an AEW. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel you, man. Uh, going down the rest of the show here, we got Tony Schiavone, uh, and he's talking to Sting. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, he is. Once again, asked Sting about how prepared he is for the street fight yet again. Uh, Sting says he thought he was prepared mm -hmm. until a cage powerbombed him through the mat and, and thanks him, saying uh, he knocked off all the rust and says he promised it didn't tickle, but he'll be ready for the street fight. Uh, Ricky Starks interrupts Solo Dolo, says he's there on his own accord, sings Sting's praises, saying that he saw something we haven't seen in him in a while, and that was the fire in his eyes. But says, even though you still got it, I still stand by what I said. And uh, he says he isn't an icon. And slap Sting before catching Stinger's fade and eating a Stinger splash and a Scorpion <laughs> Deathlock. But Hobbs and Hook come out for the save, of course. You got Hook trying to choke Sting out, but it gets potatoed for sure. As a uh, cage, <laughs> I know you've seen it too. Cage hits the ring and globs mm -hmm. Sting a few times before teasing the power bomb again. Darby Allen's music hits, makes the save. Sting hits the stinger splash on Cage as Darby takes Cage off his feet with a uh, diving shotgun drop kick off the top rope. I can only think of one thing to add to this, and if they do a singer death drop uh, 
cough and drop combo. That'd be great. I- I'd sign up for that. That's all I got. Mm. Are you talking like he he holds him and then slams him down the exact time he comes off the top? Or are you talking all oh, okay. Simone? Simone <laughs> I see the yeah, that, that might be a little too many moving parts for you know Sting. But what I will say is this: I, I did enjoy the segment. It makes me wonder if they should have saved the zip line for last week and then done this, uh, you know, or done it this week and you know swapped it around. But for the save, like I said, man, on predictions, I, I, yeah, you know, but I did like this in continuity. Um, I thought it made sense. Brian, he goes for the power bomb, puts out the cigarette on the back, but when he hears the music, he looks up. He doesn't look behind because he expects the zip line again. So there is ah. that continuity. The only thing that bothered me is, is I thought I, I saw powerhouse come into the ring and I just felt like the way he was in front of hook, it just felt like he should have been the one that tried to choke out sting, especially with yeah. the power versus hook. It was who has the of- least amount of, um, experience yeah you know what i'm saying and, and yeah. you would have thought he would have pulled ricky and so i thought that was a little weird um but other than that um yeah the segment worked for me it was cool yeah it was it weird was- because i was like i thought hobbs is still trying to slide into the ring i'm like what happened bro you can't get out the blocks but i was like oh he slid in only enough just to try to pull right? him out but i was like oh yeah is shooting. and it's like i get it you're like okay hook is has his son so he should know a little bit of something some kind of chokes but i'm yeah. like yeah I, I I get not but me. with Hobbs, it's like all that buffness for no reason. You know what I mean? Like especially we ain't seen him in so long. Like, you know, he, he I think yeah. he was stuck in Texas as mm-hmm. well, is what they were saying. So uh, but yeah, that, that was pretty gotcha. much the end of that. Okay. I don't I don't think they needed to promote this match even any more than they already have almost every every week the last like month and a half. But we're ready for it, Stinger. Uh, moving on here, we got uh, mm-hmm. Face of the Revolution qualifying bout, 10 versus Max Caster. Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet here, man, because I'm mostly putting over Scorpio yeah. Sky on commentary here. Uh, first off, Dark Order yeah. is cornering 10, of course, including Negative One, who's full gear ready, baby. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, uh, he is. Uh, gives 10 mm-hmm. a little pep talk. I love that, too. That was awesome. Um Scorpio Sky on commentary as one of the competitors are obviously already in the ladder match on Sunday. Uh, Max Caster drops a few bars in his entrance says, and this dude is mad soft. Ain't no future in you when you take your mask off. And I was like, okay, that was cool. That was all right. Oh, that was okay. I thought it was very risky to drop the dog walker line. That just um, happened. Because I don't know if you know. Yeah. Yeah. And even though the person is going to be okay, it's like, damn bro like that just that's like scary like people are getting gunned down for dogs that are not theirs but they're just in responsibility of at that moment you know what i mean so it's like Like, even if you're just a dog walker bro you don't even know if that you're you're a target now you don't even know if that dude even knew whose dogs are were he could have just wanted those dogs let alone know that they belong to Lady Gaga. Yeah. But but I digress. That's that's for another podcast. Yeah, I mean they did they they, they definitely did know. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I, it, it was kind of it was risky, but go ahead. Yeah, also had some bars for negative one for some reason, but it's cool. Even though Scorpio Sky says he yeah. hits rap music now and that the West Texas rednecks were right. Uh Scorpio uh Loved uh, it. Is putting himself over on commentary. Uh, you know, he's, he he admits that he he reveals that he's actually coming back from an injury himself which explains why we haven't been seeing a whole lot of them. But mm. he says that even 50%, like himself at 50% is better than everyone else at 100%, and that he is the face of the revolution. In, in, 
yeah. And not, not on top of that, but in a ladder match. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, because that's what he said. He said both of these guys couldn't last five minutes with him and he'd outclass them in a regular match. Is what I was like, okay, I see you. You, you yeah. were pouring it on. I like this. Uh, both men yeah. battle back uh, back and forth throughout the picture and picture. Um, you know, back from commercial, we got Tana hitting the big spine buster. Hits a slingshot spear from the apron for a near mm. fall. Uh, Ten looks for a finish, mm. but a caster counters with a sheer drop brain buster. And instead of going for the pin, caster tries to follow up with a diving elbow drop, but misses big time. Uh, Ten hits a powerbomb for a near fall, but Caster gets the foot on the rope. Uh, Caster then pulls Ten into the ropes like 619 style and distracts the ref as Jack Evans appears out of nowhere and nails him with the boom box. Caster gets the win and qualifies for the face of the Revolution ladder match this Sunday. I uh, had a little bit of a post-match uh, here. You got Jack Evans walking up the ramp. As you see Matt Hardy, who walks out the heel tunnel with an envelope that says, Mr. Jack Evans, $4,200 on it. So um, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they plan this yeah. up, man. Um, uh, yeah, yeah they mean, are. Uh, after this, you know, commentary ran through the Revolution card. Uh, we did get a pre-taped promo from uh, Miro, just basically saying that the games were over. I think we talked about that earlier as well. But uh, let me get yeah. to the, the last part Game here. over. This here, right here, this this right here, this right here is the main event, cuz. No. <laughs> Uh, we had uh, Matt Hardy <laughs> and uh, Mark Quinn versus John Silver and Hangman Page. Uh, Mark Quinn and Silver go back and forth before Hardy hits a cheap shot from the apron and tags in, tries to throw Silver into, uh, into a clothesline from Hangman, but Hangman pulls back as uh, we see Silver, you know, kind of hugging him for dear life. Uh, they go into picture in picture <laughs> as uh, Matt tags out the Mark Quinn so he doesn't have to face Hangman. Uh, Hangman and Silver show some tag team chemistry throughout the uh, the picture in picture as well. Uh, pretty much, you know, they, they hit Mark Quinn with this ridiculous. I don't know if you saw this, this double back body drop where uh, Mark Quinn pretty much landed. Oh, four, yeah. Four, 450, 450 style. style. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Silver hits a huge bill on Mark Quinn across the ring. Uh, I don't know if you caught that either. Uh, back from commercial, it's hard. He mm-hmm. hits a side yep. effect on Silver on the apron before tagging back into the match. Taking over momentum, Hardy and Mark Quinn with consistent tags back and forth, isolating Silver. Uh, Silver turns the tables with a sliced bread, and Hangman gets the hot tag, cleans house uh, as Hardy refuses to get near Hangman in the ring. Uh, Mark Quinn uses the—I don't know if you caught this—he uses the, that kid and play kick uh, as a cheap shot to hit him in the in the yeah. kneecap. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Um, also tried for a pump kick, but uh, Hangman ducks as he nails Hardy instead. Uh, Hangman finally gets his hands mm. on uh, Matt in the match, uh, but Paige rolls back into the ring uh, as uh, Mark Quinn actually uh, nails him, uh, or he tries to get him, but he actually nails him with the DVD. Uh, he, throw, he throws Mark Quinn. Yeah, he the, did. Yeah, he, he just throws Mark Quinn into the tag corner at one point and just demands Hardy to get into the match. He's just tired of it. Uh, but instead, he uh, Matt yeah. Hardy, Matt Hardy being the real one that he is, he drops off the apron and just rolls oh, Mark yeah. Quinn back into the match. Uh, Mark Quinn, <laughs> yeah, don't he though? Yeah, uh, Mark Quinn catches Hangman off guard with a drop kick to the same knee. Uh, as Matt calls for the tag now, uh, Hardy tags in, hits a net breaker, calls for a little bit of twisto action, but Hangman counters and low bridges Mark Quinn as John Silver tags in himself with a huge spear on Matt Hardy. Uh, Hardy tries for a twisto, but Silver counters with the backslide into those shoot kicks and sheer drop brain buster combo he, he likes to do for a near fall. Uh, Mark Quinn hits the shotgun oh, drop yeah. kick from the from off the top rope. 
Hangman tags himself back in as him and Silver hit the German suplex. Box shot lariat. Oh, there's more to it, but you know that whole thing. Rolling elbow. Step yeah, up but that whole combo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the win, mm-hmm. Hangman. Uh, as Hangman stares a hole through Matt Hardy, who pretty much ditches his partner and watches him take the loss. Which I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know about that. Uh, we we ain't got nothing but real ones in our squad, so I don't I don't know. <laughs> but uh, post match. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Matt Hardy grabs a mic and attacks Hangman Page. Uh, well, a- actually, Hangman and Silver uh, verbally assaults Hangman mm-hmm. as he continues striking him with the mic until the Dark Order come out for the save. And then, uh, you know, I mentioned this earlier. It got weird because there were some teams yeah. that were already advertised from the Battle Royale or the Casino Battle Royale, the tag team uh, number one contender match. And then there were yeah. teams that came out that weren't part of it. Like I said, Chaos Project, Varsity Blondes, Bear Country, Pretty Peter and Cesar Benoli, uh, Natural Nightmares. Well, Bear Country, are Bear Country it? is on the flyer or on okay. the graphic. Yeah, they are. Okay. But S- SCU is not. Yeah, uh, the, the, the side of brothers Avalon came out too. and Benoni were out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, but uh, that was pretty weird. much. That's pretty much then. Uh, of uh, dynamite, actually. Yeah, they did the they they did the big rumble before the, the royal melee. rumble spot, basically. Yeah. Even though the, but 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 what's weird is to have it as a main event because it's not really the the one of the bigger fixtures you're looking forward to at the pate, but. You know, yeah, I guess where else can you go? You got Shaq opening the show. I I was gonna say that they had to find a place to big it up at some point. I mean, obviously, all these matches are made to be watched, and they want to make sure they 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 get some. They they want to make sure everybody gets an equal amount of coverage as as they can across the board. But yeah, man, I was dynamite, man. I was uh, pretty much it. That was the go home before the Mm -hmm. big pape this Sunday, man. We're definitely gonna be tuning in. Uh, giving you guys our uh, feedback, our reactions, and all that on, underneath the sun as we uh, obviously going to be come, coming back next week with another glorious episode of the Quincy Jones Show, man. Uh, obviously, special thanks to everyone that's always tuning in. Shout out to Mark McFly, man, for uh, taking time away from, uh, you know, his his routine, his reps that he'd be getting in. You know what I mean? He's always trying to get 50 cent big on us, my G. But it's all good because Mark McFly is coming back like the six million <laughs> man, and he's going to be jacked to the gills, brother, brother. But uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Doc Lesnar. Playing well, and banging. hundred <laughs> yeah, percent, man. Yeah. Shout out to Doc, man. You know, I don't wait to do this whole thing on Zoom. Uh, you know, hopefully this will be, uh, no, nah, I won't say the last time we have to do this, but obviously I always, always miss your energy, my, my brother. You know what I mean? Uh, hope you are uh, feeling better oh, yeah. next couple of days. But shout out to also you guys for always listening and tuning in to the show every week. We love to provide it for you. You love to see it and we love to do it. Uh, it is what it is. Follow us on social media, man. The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on Twitter and backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook as well. Shout out to everyone still liking the Facebook page. I mean, I know we was bad building. We had 7,000. We had to rebuild. Uh, we finally uh, we finally crossed the 1,000 follower threshold, so to speak. So I thought that was important to, to share. Again, couldn't do it without you guys. You guys enjoy enjoy what we do. I know you're enjoying all the memes that Doc's posting, all, all the footage he's posting. I mean, it's, it's been uh, it's been good <laughs> thus right. far, man, 2020 and 2021. Uh, trying to do better, trying to get bigger, doing everything we can, man, to appeal to you guys and what you'd like to see from us. So, again, uh, thanks for always giving us your feedback and always letting us know what you guys like, what you're digging. Uh, feel free to hit us up, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to give us more feedback, if you guys are an independent wrestler, professional wrestler, maybe you have a product that you think we'd be able to help you move on the show. Maybe you have a journey you'd like to talk about. Maybe 
you like pro wrestling and rap too as well. I don't know how that's going to go as far as the green room status when you got to go against the hip hop hybrid, but that's a whole nother story for another day. All I'm saying is you can hit us up. We'll be more than happy to have you on the show. Uh, all you gotta do is hit us up at the Quincy Jones show at gmail.com. And of course, don't be afraid to hit subscribe, whether on YouTube, whether you find us on anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Castbox, SoundCloud, and of course, True 100 Radio. Um, and don't forget to look for me, your boy, Quincy Jones. Go on Spotify on the music tip. But I got a little birdie in my ear that tells me the spoiler is out, that the best kept secret will be released amongst the world. Mm. Is it, is it February 10th? Oh, I'm sorry, not February. Is it April 10th? Is it April no. 11th? Is it, what, 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 what date are we? Is it the 13th? Is it? What, just let them know what it no, is. No, no, no. Oh, you know what it is, man. It is I, Doc Lesnar, humble co-host of this extravagant wrestling podcast, but more importantly, not really, but just as importantly, the hip-hop hybrid, resident hip-hop hybrid of this here good podcast. You guys already hear it every week. I exist in the world of hip-hop and, of course, wrestling. You guys have heard me talk about it for a while. I got this project coming up. This is awesome. It started off as an EP. It's no longer an EP. It's a seven-song album. It's just been a journey to get to it, but it's finally here and will be available on all platforms. April 5th, the Monday night of Go Home Week for WrestleMania. So you have no excuses that whole week when you're trying to kill that little bit of, of patience, a little bit of anticipation, waiting for the wave to ride for the WrestleMania season to finally get here for that two-day weekend. I got your answer. This is Awesome by Doc Lesnar, dropping April 5th. And in the meantime, catch all my music on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Tidal, Pandora, Google Play, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, all the above, everywhere you like to stream your music. Follow me at Doc Lesnar on Instagram, at Doc underscore KGS pod, at Tower Gang, because we be killing it on both sides of the spectrum, music and wrestling. And of course... Follow me at Doc Lesnar, or I'm Doc Lesnar. I think it is on Twitter. I'm barely on there. But other than that, man, great weekend. Three words for him. Top guys. Out. Out. Out.